Ladies and gentlemen, the wrestling world has lost a legend, a Hall of Famer, an icon in the sport of professional wrestling in Terry Funk. The wrestling world would like to send our condolences to his family and those who have survived the hardcore legend himself. Here at the wrestling realm, we would like to do, in tradition of this sport, in honor, the great Terry Funk with a 10-bell salute. To the Wrestle Rub Now podcast, where we take a deeper dive into the world of professional wrestling. Now, you can watch all of our wrestling realm content anytime on youtube.com slash the wrestling realm. I'm your host, the realist himself, the real Dwayne Allen. Yes, that is I. He is your host, Brother Hugh, has the third H to the A to the S, T to the H to the E, three to the R to the D. He is your host, Hollywood Brian. <laughs> H. Waters, the Jack Daddy himself, and last but not least, the Belt King, Brandon, the Guy Guy, is in the building. Follow us on all social media platforms, Instagram, Threads, Twitter, slash X, and Facebook at Wrestling Realm. Like, subscribe, and engage in a conversation with us. I'm not ready to call it X all the way. It makes no sense. Uh-uh. We're just going to keep referring to it. How about this? Culture. <laughs> the, the social media platform formerly known as Twitter, like Prince did. You can stream and download all of our audio content on Anchor, Stitcher, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and watch and subscribe to our ch- Twitch channel at The Wrestling Room. What is Titch? Twitch, Twitch channel. This is crazy. <laughs> at The Wrestling Room. A, a party of body that's moving or something. Like, yeah, okay. I, just, I don't know. It threw me off a little bit. Okay. If you want to support The Wrestling Room. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what uh, I thought about when he said Titch. Like, that's funny. You <laughs> support the Russell Rub. You can shop now at WrestleRub.com. That's right. We have t-shirts, we have hoodies, we have mugs, we have all types of merchandise. So if you want to support the Russell Rub, you want to display you being a proud wrestling fan. If you want to be jacked like Brian H. Waters, being a jack daddy, head over to WrestleRub.com and uh hopefully soon we soon we could uh get some of that fancy uh championship culture merchandise on the website as well. So if you're interested in buying merchandise, being a part of the brand, supporting the brand, all that good jazz. Head over to WrestleRealm.com. That is, that's most likely where you can get everything. I think that's the only place where you can get everything. <laughs> but that's not all. Discount for Patreon. 
Well, five dollars free shipping for life. You heard that, ladies and gentlemen? What Brian H said. I don't even remember. I just didn't matter. <laughs> if you're a Patreon subscriber, you get free shipping. There it is, everybody. See that. See, we, we, we handed out discounts. The seasons are changing. We're going into the fall season. There's discounts for everybody. Speaking of Patreon, we do have a Patreon channel. That's right. Patreon.com slash wrestling underscore realm for all exclusive shows and bonus material. That's right. You'd be surprised at things that we can't say on the air. The stories that we can't necessarily tell. But if you join and subscribe for just as low as a dollar, you have the opportunity to read some of the things that Brian H has done such an excellent job of putting out there with Brian H's thoughts. We don't have a lot of time to always express ourselves, but guess what? Patreon.com slash wrestling underscore rum is the place to do so. Soon, we have plenty plenty to come pretty soon. Like, we, we just had the whole discussion about it before the show started. But subscribe for just as low as a dollar. Patreon.com slash wrestling underscore rum. On to the next sponsor, right? But if you're looking to purchase tickets to concerts, live shows, sporting events, and more, football season just started back, ladies and gentlemen. Head over to SeatGeek.com where you can use promo code Wrestling Realm to save yourself $20 off any one-time purchase of $50 or more. So if you have never used this, re- this promo code, you can use the promo code Wrestling Realm on SeatGeek.com. Do yourself a favor. Save yourself $20. Tickets are expensive, but in the fall season, we got football season coming up, baseball season before you know we'll be in the playoffs. <clears throat> so go ahead and Orioles. save yourself a couple of dollars. Orioles. Number one in division. Number are we yeah. number three or number two overall? Where are we at? Number one in American League, number two overall. We will see the Braves in October. Hey, that's what I go, said. Yeah, because yeah, because I know I know we were chasing them for a little bit. We like what two games behind? Yeah, but at you one know, point we can get that top seed. We don't have to do the first round. We'll see the so, Braves. Yeah. We'll take out Atlanta, be the superior city. Uh, so you know, hey, shout out to my auntie in the building, Aunt Kelly in the building. Yeah, I call hey, we her got- Aunt Kelly. We got, we got, we got, <laughs> we got, we got family in the building already. But listen, now we have family in the building. Guess what? Hopefully, she can go check out championship culture. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, what the heck? Brandon, the guy, guy, and the executive producer, brother Hugh. He's hiding behind his belt like Wilson from Home Improvement. Yes, yeah. He's like, he wants to be in the background so bad. Like, nah, bro. We put you in the forefront. That front. is the perfect picture to describe our dynamic. Bro, he's, he's like, I swear, that's ten. That's ten to two man Taylor, and that's that's Wilson. See, if, if you're not if you're, if you're not a millennial older, you're not going to know what the heck we're talking about. But, anyways, right, ladies and gentlemen, appear right there. Do you see that? <laughs> Every Tuesday, live what on the, the hill graphic is that Brandon, <laughs> bro. <laughs> First of all, look at this, bro. You got this bad news brown jump off going. Bro, you like bad news brown? <laughs> Yo, let me tell you, he still look like more intimidating yes. than for the independent wrestlers out there right now. Yeah, I said it. Uh oh, there it is. Cute to me. Got my family members. My mom's in the comments. That's a chip. <laughs> hey, shout out to your mama. Hey, <laughs> let me see. Right, she's gonna comment on the picture. Okay, mm-hmm. let's let's leave it up for a little bit. Championship culture. See, now I'm about to put him over. <laughs> Since he got his mama in the mix. Championship culture every Tuesday on the Wrestling Realm YouTube channel at at youtube.com slash wrestling realm. Playlist championship culture. Brother Brandon, tell the people exactly why championship culture is the highest rated show on our YouTube channel right now. All right, so I think it's (laughs) he deserves it. Exactly. All that. I, I think it might be because, you know, every belt has a story. And I think people are interested in not only hearing a story, hear some backstory about my collection, about belt that belt. You, you name it, we're going to talk about it. If you think about it, we're probably going to discuss it. It's mm-hmm. educational. It's entertaining. It's 
It's about belts. And it's crazy because last night I was joined by one of the founders of the wrestling realm. And mm-hmm. it was an interesting, interesting conversation that was had because, you know, sometimes looks can be deceiving. And we talked about some belts that look like they should have been world titles or were current like they were world titles or just have that feeling of being a world title, but they're actually not. So myself and the real Dwayne Allen, who started off as the belt thief, but then he came back to being just the realness. So he was a heel for about 27.6 seconds, and then he came back to the face side. The crowd wouldn't let him be a heel. So <laughs> I will say this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, you guys are so gracious. Thank you, everybody. It was a good conversation. If you get a chance um, after you watch or if you're listening to the Wrestling Realm Now podcast, go to youtube.com slash the Wrestling Realm and take a look at all of the playlists for championship culture. You will not be disappointed. Some good conversations. And he's number two of a few more special guests to come. So I appreciate that. Now we've had all the members of the Wrestling Realm on there. You know, Brian H. Water. We had a debate about Big Eagle versus uh, – Wing, Wing Eagle. Eagle. Yep. <laughs> Look at that beauty. Look at that so, Such a beauty. Look at that thing. This takes me Signed back. by the hitman. Ahead, you, that's go the ahead. man who defines that championship. Okay. Then well, we had well. Brother Hugh on there with who wore better because, <laughs> you know, he loved that cane belt. He wore for 24 hours. The blue Big Eagle. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. And so I had the privilege of having um, looks can be deceiving. So Good in that breakdown. That <laughs> <laughs> so that's championship culture in a nutshell. So I gotta say this about yesterday's show real quick. Mm-hmm. I, I love that topic about Kane didn't win it in <laughs> the title he loaned it. Uh, I love the topic about belts that look like it should have been like a world championships. Because when y'all brought out the TNA belt, the red one, I was like, whoa, because I forgot that it wasn't like a world championship. So, mm-hmm. and then even the uh, conversation about the ring of honor tag team title. So yeah, I definitely want people to check that out. And you know what I said? I just made an interesting point. If TNA had two shows, I could see mm-hmm. that being the other title they on the other show. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was crazy because when they revealed those ROH belts, I said, how do all of them look like world titles? Well, the mm-hmm. three, the world title, the television, and the um, tag team. Cause I feel like they just gave up on the six man. They just say, give me something. What you got? And they yeah. had nothing else. Cause it was, <laughs> it was kind of just like, eh, you got all these beautiful belts. Then here, just give, give that division this. But uh, I don't know if you, did you, did you hear this? Did you hear this? We had breaking. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a sad day. <laughs> it's a sad day in the world of the wrestling realm. That's a sad day. No, baby, sad that's day. for somebody else. Oh, I got a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> a sad day. It was so convenient that before he went on championship culture, he magically had to pick up his championship. And I don't know. I just want everybody to just, I'm going to leave this picture up for a second. This is the realness in his Jeep with his belt outside <laughs> of the sunroof holding it up. So if you're listening, imagine a six foot 12 man driving an SUV. With his arm out of the sunroof and holding the belt up. So he's already 6'12 normally. This belt is probably about 12 feet in the air. And he looked like he's yelling, <laughs> woo, like he's Ric Flair. So the belt has made it home. It's actually really shiny. And it actually looks good on camera. I don't know if y'all can see this, but just to describe it, it's a it really good so now, real nice. <laughs> so now here's the thing. If you ever see two or more members of the restaurant, 
I'm pretty sure you'll see a whole complete tag team set now. Because everybody has their own. <gasps> no, show that picture again real quick. Because <laughs> this one? The, <laughs> the, uh, the other one. You talking uh, about this one? Bro, if that don't look like 2000, <laughs> I just won the hardcore championship. Bro, I was thinking the same thing. And, just <laughs> took off and I'm running off. <laughs> bro, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, I was like, I just... And if anybody knows the realness and how he dressed going to work, it looked like he about to go. He just won the belt. Now he got to go to the shoot job. Because right there, it was like, nope, I got you. He is off to the races. And now there's the bottom credits because the show just ended. So now he going off. And now you got to tune in next week to see. the credits. But if you knew what I had to go through to get that belt to him, because I got a call on my wrist communicator probably mm. about an hour before it. And, you know, I had to get it back from a certain person because Billy <laughs> asked to borrow it. So he needed it for a special <laughs> mission. So I had to go back to, you know, I'm not, I, I can't say where because that'll give away the secret location. But, you know, the right. last time the belt has been seen anywhere. So oh, it's almost one of levels again, of it. Right? Huh? Billy's back. Yeah, he yeah. needed it. Yeah, I knew that part. Powers for them, so <laughs> the belt's home, I guess. Yep, it's home indeed. Look at this, right? Look, 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 at that. look at that. There is the light that shines <laughs> you and me. He is real happy. Hey, it's upside down, one, sir. You don't even know how to hold it. See, this is why we can't trust you with belts. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was. That was um, a lot of championship culture at one point, but you know, we had a lot. We had a lot going on as we guys you can tell. He said, this, "Did y'all see this comment?" The Sour Rangers. <laughs> wow! Ah, Uncle Raj in the building. Listen, the way had... she gets it, yeah, Aaron gets it. There we go. Look, risk it. I'm there. You <laughs> she need a reference. She gets yeah. ten cool points. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> oh man! Oh, hey, buddy. Huh? 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 <laughs> so this nobody, nobody <laughs> even nobody even caught that. That was that was live footage of me driving off, mm-hmm. trolling brother Brandon <laughs> in the Jeep. Because I was about to say, you know, there's footage of this in case you guys didn't know this, but uh, it, it only seemed fitting. I, I went yeah. through put that weeks. on the gram, <laughs> bro. I went through weeks and weeks of abuse. <laughs> Are these guys trolling me? Funny times, funny. Who's this? Who's this? Who's this? <laughs> Is that Walmart? <laughs> Bro, show us. Oh, look what Dylan called you. Oh, no, Dylan. You oh, can't yeah, join in on there. <laughs> just, just, just me hanging out with my belts. Uh, look at that. Can, can we play the footage again of me driving off in the car? Like, that was, I think people need to see that again. I don't know if they, I don't know if they paid attention to it. But uh, this is this is me driving off. Hold on, let's let's see if we can get it again. Well, whenever whenever it pops up, ladies and gentlemen, I, I felt like this is a sweet redemption. I need to I do this. You. There we go. Hey, buddy, what you doing? Huh? 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 <laughs> the video was way longer than that. This went on people for an extended period of time. <laughs> uh, he was driving around my car so I couldn't pull off and then when I finally pulled off 
he tried to cut me off to do it again, but we just gonna um <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna understand that you know he brought a knife to a gunfight. Oh boy. I did I twice. It, it was I I I, yep. I failed twice. And I just, I needed to have this moment. But you know what? This moment is uh it was well worth it though. But um Yeah, that's exactly what he looked like. He looked like he got the last PS5 and was flexing. That's exactly what he looked like. <laughs> yep. So it's gonna sit right here with me. <laughs> For the rest of the show, but since we have so many people already engaging in the conversation, gentlemen, <laughs> he said the three houses are <laughs> I'm glad we can bring some joy to you. Oh, trust me, it's it's it, it'll it'll go on Instagram like that way the world can see it because yeah. it's, it's my sweet redemption. We, we might but, put some money behind that post. <laughs> I, listen, listen, it might go viral. You never, you might you ever see that the guy. <laughs> he was ah, 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 ah. that's or or brand. That's the realness, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I can only be me, right? Keep it real. Yep. But That's we nice. are here today because we are here to talk about some of the best returns in pro wrestling. And no, I'm not talking about the belt returning to its rightful owner. No, not, not this one. We're talking about some of the greatest moments in the history of professional wrestling that we enjoyed from all generations. That's right. Returns is almost goes hand in hand with, uh, with people kind of backstabbing each other. In, mm-hmm. in professional wrestling, so tonight is one of those nights. You say, "Well, why? Why are we talk about this now?" Oh, look, Brandon, look what he's doing. I got my original back, by the way. But his his, his wrestling intergalactic championship is back in his possession. Yes, the original version one, one v one. <laughs> John Cena is set. Is set. <laughs> one of them. John Cena is set to make his return September first back to WWE on SmackDown. So I said, brother, this is actually brother Brandon's idea from the show yesterday. He said, why don't we talk about some of the some of our favorite and, and the best returns in professional wrestling history? And and this is going to be really engaging for the chat because everybody has their own yep. favorite returns and so on and so forth. So we're just going to kind of chop it up like we did last week, and we're going to have a great conversation about it. But gentlemen, before we get into that, what did everybody watch this week? Was there anything in particular that went down? Hit the graphic. <laughs> that was the sound I made for the graphic. That's how it sounds. I got it. <laughs> Wait, you guys here? Here we go. Right there, I tried to replicate that. Did I, did I do a good job? You like la- you guys laughed at me, so I think I didn't do. No, it was it was it was about C plus. Who man, I, uh, my mind didn't like me bringing C's home, but that's okay. There's room for improvement. <laughs> room for improvement. But uh, I, I'll start. I don't know why. I don't know what it was this past week. But I've been in an old school ring of honor kick. I don't know what tech I was watching or what it what kind of sparked it, but I've been watching old young, but I was watching it before I got kicked off the TV. It's Doug Dynasty's on now, but mm. I was I was watching the last one, the last match I was watching was literally the Young Bucks versus the Briscoes. Um, like I said, rest in peace to uh Jamin J. Briscoe. Mm. And I just been watching all old school ring of honor stuff, the Jay Lethal and Adam Cole and all that good jazz, but I don't know why, but I just been on the Ring of Honor kid. I, I even think about subscribing to Honor Club just so I can watch because you know they have all the old TVs, they have like a full year worth of televisions and pay per views, etc. And and I, I wanted to collect the DVDs, but I have like four of them. But I don't know, man. I think it's time to make that investment. Well, what did you good brothers get into this week? I lost my title this weekend. Oh no! What happened? Come on, man. man I, I was. Baby, he said, in the niece. Oh, no. <laughs> my butt, man. I s- took my t- I- title. I wish I put it. I should have put 
Oh no! Did he break it up? We lost his Wi-Fi too. But yeah. Oh no! I had um. Robert. So so let me get it straight. So you had to do the job to your niece and you literally got your strap back because over some Starburst jelly beans. Like she just that life That's a that's crazy. Well, well, you know, kids <laughs> kind of had that effect, especially you, you're probably the, you're probably the favorite uncle. So it's no shame in losing your, is losing your championship. I, I am, but I'm glad that you. I mean, but you had to bribe it to get it back though. Like you definitely told me you had to get Starburst jelly beans. I mean, I listen, by any means necessary. By any means necessary, brother. <laughs> I can only imagine the look on her face. She probably realized. No, don't be embarrassed, man. Come on, man. It's a little kid, you know. So don't don't. That, that's that's she deserved that's, taking the title from you. She deserved that's, it. That's what I'm saying. That's that's that's, did that's you have your a baby. Kick party? Did she super kick you? Yeah, she did actually. Don't. Okay, it's good. Okay. First, of, first, first of all, food, food around my uncle who you she is she is ruined. She's never like it's. Yeah. Can you imagine if we were her age and and we had a chance to hold it, just be around all those replica <laughs> championship belts? That I don't think they were even a thing. In our, in our day, as old as we but saw I knew right it was, he's going to lose it because I called him and she was in the background and then she started yelling at him and making all these I said, I'll call you back because clearly I've interrupted something serious. Yeah. I said, that's right. I, I, I got to call you back, bro. She, she yeah, that was <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Hughes wrapped around her fingers. So, he, yeah. I, I first of all, if, if, if I'd have known what was going ahead of time, I'd have like, yep, he ain't going to make it to this match. <laughs> you, know how, you know how we watch him? Like, oh, yeah, I don't know, man. He might not win this one. I, I'd have told you off breaks. I know who's going over in this one. Right, you automatically get tell. And, and then he had to play backstage politics to even get to uh, get his title back. Talking oh about Star Wars, Star Wars, Jelly Beans. I mean, listen, right, right. you did what you had to do. And probably no to the playground, too. Did you have to take I, it to I the might, playground? I might post a picture a little bit later on. Check Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> there you post so, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to see the picture of uh, the, <laughs> the mm, aftermath mm. Of, bro- of Brother Hugh losing his wrestling road championship to his niece, mm. stay tuned to Twitter, Instagram, and everything else. <laughs> Brother Brandon, what did you get into this week, sir? <laughs> So I don't know what look at, look at, look at his face though. I, I'm feeling bad for him. Like I'm like, yeah, I'm okay? feeling... <laughs> so I'm gonna tell y'all this. If you haven't seen this yet, mm-hmm. and I don't know when the shift start happening, NXT is getting so good, bro. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? What's going yeah. on, that, Shawn Michaels? First off, producer Sean. Yep. off is that guy. He's been my guy for a while. Yeah, he has. He you've been talking about him for a while. Oh boy, I know where guy. this is going. <laughs> I know where this but is going. That main event. <sighs> Why is Carmelo Hayes and Wesley, their chemistry was so good together in that match. Awesome. I didn't realize it was that good because he was telling me about it. Then when y'all posted, I had to watch it today. Mm-hmm. When I tell you, I I can see them fight for the next six months, and I feel like they would do something different every time. Carmelo, mm-hmm. I don't want to sound cliche with him. He don't miss in his matches. It's He's got that, you know how Walter give you that, I might lose this incredible threat. Sure. But I'm mm-hmm. still pulling out at the end. He's like on a different level. And I don't know what it I think Wesley was like, I can keep up with you. We're gonna go out there, we're gonna do this. And it was just certain spots, like even when they were just punching each other back and forth, it was like a different type of intensity. You know, when they did a little exchange back and forth, and then yeah, uh, from when uh what's it called? It did that little springboard thing that he does with the leg drop from the ropes. Mm-hmm. It was just like Oh yeah, I'm gonna take your moves. You're gonna take mine. Then he did like the running meteor towards him. I was like, these dudes said we taking our training wheels off. 
And for it to be for the world title of um, NXT, mm -hmm. it felt mm -hmm. like it was, this is our wrestling. We don't have to take pauses. We don't have to take breaks. We don't have to have, I don't want to quote like Randy or what he said, he do too much or, you know, kind of let the match breathe. They said, we're going to do this match our way. And every Carmelo Hayes match tells a different story. And I was just, when I say, I don't know when it got good, but Bro, I think I was, Carmelo is the right person as the championship as the champion right now. I was saying the same thing this week. I was watching it and I was like, wait a minute. Like I found myself both AW and NXT are hitting strides. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm actually like getting through both shows. And um, it, you know, it's and we we had this conversation before where we we knew it was gonna take time to adjust to these new faces, new characters, and then the the uh, implementation of like the UK guys coming into this version of NXT. But I will say this though to that match. I was impressed with Wesley. I, to me, I, I didn't. I knew him from you know his tag time in, in Impact, and then he had his tag time in NXT. And I wasn't sold on him as a single star, you know. Even though they gave him the strap, they gave him the North American Championship. I wasn't completely sold on him as um, a singles guy, but I was really impressed in that match. I was like, okay, Wesley. You first of all, he had nothing to prove to me. He had already proven it, but that match, I was like, okay. I got you, brother. I'm 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 with you 100. percent I was thoroughly impressed, and like you said, uh, brother Brandon, that's NXT is the atmosphere to have that type of match because you know you may not be able to do that on the main roster with TV time, and you know, but that's the main event of your show. That's how you yeah. do it. So thoroughly impressed. And when I looked it up on YouTube, like every highlight I saw was over like 30, 40 uh, thousand views. I'm like of just their match. I like the highlights, and even when it comes to NXT, if you go back and look at how they repackaged uh, Dominic Dijakovic. It's like, okay, I know he ain't the champion. He ain't in the title picture right now, but him, Dragon Lee, they have bona fide stars within NXT that's going to be, I can push them in any picture at any time. You know, with Illinois, mm -hmm. him, and yeah, you got a Braun Breaker in the background, but to be honest with you, I don't even miss Braun Breaker right now. That's how you know they're building new faces, man. Like, Ilya, Ilya Dragunov, man. Like he's not, I you know I'm not a fan of his look, but he's mm -hmm. one of those guys where I'm saying he's got me looking past that. That's how good he is. I, I was I I wasn't familiar with him in his NXT UK because I didn't watch it that much, but you know his match with uh with Walter at NXT Takeover at at the last official you know yeah. before you know of what the old NXT looked like. I was when he when he beat him for the the United Kingdom Championship. I was thoroughly impressed with him, and then. Just first of all, his, his promo, he's a smaller guy, but he's a tough smaller guy. Like he reminds me of a very old school wrestler, you know, type archetype was like he may be he may be a smaller dude, but he's tough as nails and just limitless in the ring. I, I feel bad for Trick Williams trying to keep up with that guy in the ring. Oh, he's still, gonna be there. Trick is gonna get there. Trick. He's he needed that match, but he and I, I I agree with you. He's I said, man, he needs this to work he's with. He's trying guys, to get but, a character now. He didn't have yeah. a character before. He's and I, I stayed corrected. I went back and looked. Their match highlights on WWE's YouTube page has mm -hmm. 93,000 views in one day. Just the Good highlights gosh. of their match. But I, that's all I'm going to say. NXT, it's a dark horse. We want to see it just turn it on. It was just, and I didn't even get to the Rhea Ripley stuff because, woo, okay. <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> it's, 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 it, NXT's turning the corner. Brian H. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this week, I actually uh, saw, you know, you know what it means. We get the hair done. That means it's time to go back and watch some old stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was showing my sister some of like the uh, we was looking at uh, the Hogan, the, the big trio, Hogan, Rock, and Austin's WrestleMania 30 promo. 
So then uh, we was talking about like the mic work. So we go back and look at like some of the savage moments. Like there's a YouTube clip of uh, some of the savage moments from WWE versus AEW. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I noticed is when you watch it with somebody who don't watch wrestling, it's, right. you, you see it from a different eye. Right. The WWE stuff, like my sister's like laughing. She can relate to it because it's just regular stuff, right? The AEW stuff was so inside baseball. Like I found myself having to break everything down to it. And I'm like, not the like crap on the company as always, but it's like, bro, like going back, I could see the transition they made from focusing on the catering to the IWC, where it seems like now when I look at Collision, more so Collision than Dynamite, mm-hmm. it seems like a wrestling show that's like trying to catch a broader audience. So yeah, yeah that makes sense. I, I yeah, that. yeah. But uh, but we got a gift, a we gift, a, a gift from the one and only. Dylan Matthews. <laughs> he works so quick, bro. <laughs> How does that done that fast? He works too fast. Is I like it. I like it. Dylan Matthews. Though you're grabbing Dylan used to be my friend. You used to be my, used to be my guy, Dylan. But uh, he found the right hat. Bro, the right dude, facial bro. expression. Bro, he got the font and everything. What is going on? <laughs> That wow, improvement. It is so quick, man. That's what you guys Yo, get. You guys are I'm ready to take a trip, man. I'm ready to go hang with Dylan. I, I feel like that would be a fun. Okay, okay. Let's take let's take a wrestling room trip to Australia. Belts let's up. Do it. We bringing the belts. Like all right, everybody, belts in. <laughs> yeah, we got we got we got to come up with like a uh, like a little trend or something. Like one, two, we, three, uh, wrestling room or something. <laughs> bring the belts. We we gonna hand bring him a shirt. I hand bring him a shirt. I mean, we have. Give him a shirt, man, like the NWO style. <laughs> Take it. Would that be crazy content, though? This is we need the freedom to be able to do things like that. Yeah. I know. But that, shout out to Dylan Matthews and everybody else. Hold on, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. The, the queen, Stephanie Hardy. She said I signed oh, up for the Baywatch. Oh, Baywatch oh, the beach. Theme with Terry, Rick Flair, Serena Savage. That's and a bunch it. Of other like you were talking about. Yeah, I was just. <laughs> you couldn't figure out. He was like, when it was at the beach, you know, it was in the water, and everybody, it was, a, it was, a, was it a spring? Um, what you call it? Um, spring break. Spring, like break. spring break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of those things. But uh, classic wrestling is uh good. But I, th- I think one of the biggest classic moments that we have, uh, in all the wrestling, like I said, is is the topic of our show tonight. Mm-hmm. So, oh shoot, we- my boy Noah in the building. <laughs> you know, what's what's cracking, Noah? Yeah, he talked about uh, the conversation y'all was having about the uh, UK. Talk about uh, dragging off right there. Talk about the his run was fire. He he has me wanting to go back and say, let me go check that out. And that's that's the beauty of the network. So he makes um, people better though. Like when you sit there, you talk about like Trick Williams, bro, like it, he it needed makes, that match. Yeah, it may seem like, but just the, the not just the in-ring, but the feud. Like he's making Trick Williams dig deeper, you know. Um, and right. I mean, we've seen this in wrestling before. The athlete, the the guy who used to be an athlete who gotta mm-hmm. really change his perception, change how he carries himself. Like he said. When him and um, when Melo said when him and Trick first got did a show on SmackDown, they coming in like, yeah, man, we're gonna go in there and show. He's like, whoa, whoa, you don't go into Roman Reigns and the Usos locker room like that. You go in there, you be respectful. But coming from a football basketball yeah. mindset, you yep. gotta go in with that, you know, confidence. So he's learning the business and he's getting a, a best seat working with not only some of the best wrestlers over here, but like in the world. He's he's going to be really really good. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, like a lot of division, I man. Yeah, the, the the women's division over there, they, they are, are building that. And, and Becky, like 
I'm ready to come down there. I ain't get the bro. Vote. <laughs> that's what that's what like a lot of people made a lot of noise about Rhea Ripley. Like, for instance, not defending her title on the main show. I'm like, but what difference does it make if if developmental is working simultaneously? So one, she's getting reps, but mm-hmm. she's also helping to build the next generation while she's having her main event run. Like, right, let's yeah. like you have you have to solve the problem of how do you keep women important, knowing they're not gonna be at the top of the card, knowing they're not the biggest money maker, but you don't want to diminish the title and who was, who, who is ever holding the title. Freaking Shawn Michaels and Triple H's DX figured it out, man. Well, like, think <laughs> about it. Think about it. Dom is 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 a a a huge part of of the weekly shows, but then he becomes the man in developmental. Once again, he's getting reps, and he's mm-hmm. also helping to develop, and he's getting eyes on a product. When the Judgment Day's been off, Judgment Day's been having matches on NXT for like a month straight now. Yeah, like are you kidding me? So yeah. it's just like yo, know, it it just I never thought that we would see wrestling this way before it works so simultaneously but this is it goes back to uh shout out to the click and all those those car rides this is where all these <laughs> ideas and things came right from right there you know what I mean? how do i be a part of the click like triple h <laughs> talked about it he said he said we literally he's like i'm not surprised about whatever he's doing which michael was talking about triple h and developmental he said because this is something that we have been talking about this is how it should be done and mm. and it's it's to the point where we don't even realize it we, i'm i've been watching nxt honestly as a third show like mm-hmm. it's, it's a smaller venue has a bigger feel to it you know and and then and you got money makers on the show like you have that it is must see tv like you have the mm-hmm. judgment day every week on there in some way shape or form real ripley and then they turn around and go on raw and then once again that nxt championship the world north american championship it follows dom to to the main roster to monday yep. night raw and guess what people are doing they're following that same championship from raw back to nxt on tuesdays it makes you sense see dom get beat up you know that he get them heat, that legit heat that uh I told brother Brandon about, and brother Brandon experienced that for himself. Non-piped in booze, you know. Um, and you watch that, and I mean, man, they cook it. And then you see, you see Ava Rain, you know, getting her uh, oh, yeah, then that. she got yeah. kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Um, she she is gonna. I, she reminds me of the the acting side of her father so much, and I, and I'm gonna tell you why. She's smart. She is tapped into that stuff early on. Like she's not mm-hmm. trying to go out there and say, okay, she knows the rock is her father. Right, it's it's a disaster to try to go in that situation to think. Let me, I gotta look up to this name. So, what is she doing? She's like starting from the back and going to the front. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be this actor. I'm gonna get into this character. I'm gonna make this persona like all the dramatic stuff come to life. So then, by the time she gets in the ring, no one's gonna even care about what she does in the ring. Is because they're gonna be so invested in the stuff that she's already done as far as her storylines, how she carries it, and just at the end of the day, it's just all about storytelling. So. Bingo! Shout, shout out to HBK, man. Like, goodness yeah. gracious, I didn't. Remember, we we we've been we've been critical and we've been inching and inching. Now we're like, yo, this is all right. Like, I really was sitting there watching NXT. Like, nah, this is pretty good. The, I, the I kids, the it. kids still don't like NXT yet. They not they not feeling. Oh yeah, it. no, not yet. They not. Tr- they haven't connected get... with nobody. Not quite, not yet. But they okay. don't they don't watch it on a regular basis. But yeah. they, I think they'll, it, they'll it, it takes a while. But once you. You get one, you get a couple characters you connect with, or like mm-hmm. it'll be cool. I mean, we had two black people in the main event. Like we can't just, you know, all black everything. First of all, Dallas Irvin, the referee, uh, yep. Alicia Taylor, the um, the ring announcer. You know, shout out to Steph Hardy because she posted this, so I, and I'm borrowing this from her because that's how I knew the referee's name. But I get to give her a shout out for the credit. And then Mello and Wesley. Like, when do we have that? We've not, we haven't had that in in WWE under the WWE umbrella. You right. Know? So to have all black people, man, come on now. We just celebrated with WrestleMania when we had all women 
with uh, the women's match, you know. Mm-hmm. So like these barriers, like yeah, it's lovely. I definitely saw her graphic that uh, Stephanie put up. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's you know it's 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 a wonderful thing to see. But I mean that's that's where we are. I mean even when we talk about some of our favorite most favorite returns. I mean e- even in NXT, one of my yeah. favorite returns just to kind of start the show off. We might might, might as well just ring the bell. Right, oh, yeah. let's let's, let's ring the bell. Here we go. We got a lot of people here. <laughs> one of the most impactful, I think. I think I think what makes a good return in pro wrestling mm-hmm. is a number of things. I think one, it has to be some distance and some time between whoever is returning and when they're returning. Sometimes absence makes the heart grow fonder and we, and we can appreciate certain talent when they're not there sometimes. So mm-hmm. part of that, you know, uh, what makes these special moments for us as wrestling fans is sometimes people have to go away for a while or sometimes they have to venture out and they come back to a much more appreciation. But speaking of NXT, one of the my most impactful returns that I enjoyed the most was when Finn Balor returned to NXT. You know, there was there was rumors of uh, him just, just kind of being burnt out, wanting to get off the road for a little bit trying to find some stability and uh finn wasn't really doing much in the main roster anyway so to me it seemed like that was probably one of the first times where we saw a top main roster guy choose to go back to nxt and he got a, he got to kind of stretch his character a little bit we got to see him do heel work that we had never really seen before i haven't seen finn the battle be a heel since new japan mm. and, and, and and it's not many you know wrestling fans younger than us that are familiar with his prince david days so him going back to NXT for the first time, we saw a different wrinkle, but the return was huge because he's a former NXT champion. I remember watching his climb to be NXT champion. I remember him chase Samoa Joe, and when Samoa Joe finally kind of passed that torch to him, and then for him to leave, become the first Universal Champion. You know what I mean? Only for it to end due to injury, and then we get the Kevin Owens show. You know, career, 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 so on and so forth. But him to return to NXT, it was a big deal, and I think that's part of the reason that we're enjoying the Judgment Judgment Day to this point is because of such a massive return for such a big time star to return back to NXT. And I think it kind of changed the stigma between uh, what is used as developmental. I don't consider NXT developmental anymore. It's used as developmental, right? NXT is a show. And on that show, we take that opportunity to develop our young talent and our up and coming superstars, as well as give our current talent opportunities to get reps and chances for them to kind of get their mojo back. We see Baron Corbin who's voluntarily, what would he be doing in the main roster, main roster right now? We we, we don't, yep. you know what I mean. But yet he fits into NXT Enjoy because they that. need they need his name, they need the star power, and he has something to do. So, what what, what are some of your guys' most favorite returns? Just like I said, we'll, we'll start from anywhere, and then we'll just kind of narrow it down from there as we kind of get involved in the conversation. And in the chat, put some of your favorite returns. Um, what are your some of your favorite returns in all of pro wrestling? All, all just it doesn't even matter what era it is, it doesn't matter what time it is, just whatever. What's a, some of your favorite returns that you've experienced as a fan in uh in your pro wrestling fandom? Anybody well, want to start? Oh, there's Brian H. Oh, geez. <laughs> let's see how many how many Hogan's returns or how many times we're gonna talk about AJ. Let's go, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Wait, I'm everybody was waiting. Everybody was waiting. Everybody was waiting. Right. Fast forward eight up. years, uh, mm-hmm. Manhattan Center, nineteen ninety three. Hulk Hogan returning to WWE before WrestleMania nine came to save the day. I talked about this on Fan Club. We talked about best storylines, and one of my first favorite storylines I remember was Hogan and Beefcake. But the return was Hulk Hogan because you here you had 
you know, 92, it was dwindling down. And when you look, he comes in there, he gets that pop, no matter what people want to say, because we hadn't seen him in so long. And he comes in there to save Brutus. Jimmy Hart just makes a baby face turn uh, with Money, Inc. And... <laughs> And that right there was just <laughs> that, oh. that was that was epic, uh, man. That was on my list too, Stephanie. Um, but yeah, so uh, Hogan making a return, which led to us getting that tag match at WrestleMania Nine. What about you, brother? What about you, brother? He was one of your most favorite <laughs> returns. We, we, first of all, we knew we the whole let's just like that was like let's just get Brian H out of the way. We knew <laughs> right, Hogan. Absolutely. absolutely, we knew it was coming. So, but what about you? What's one of your most favorite returns? Well, I'm, I'm going to 2019 with a guy mm. named Joe. When he came back. Really? Yes. He that came was, that back. was a big deal. Yeah. And it, it wasn't about wrestling. It was about real life stuff, a real life mm. situation. And it was yeah. a very real message. And it was, it was a blessing that whatever happened, it happened, Um, that he got over it. But then that fast forward on to what, 2020, I believe. Uh, yes. Actually, this this, this week day, was, coming up. Today, yeah, this day. day. So, Right today, um, we got the tribal chief, the head of the table was born. Mm-hmm. Throw him up on me one time. Did you uh, acknowledge him today, though? Yeah, yes, of course I did. Yeah. <laughs> that was a big deal, man. That's that was catastrophic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just shook the whole landscape of wrestling. That I, yeah. I, I didn't, even, I didn't even foresee Reigns being what he is today. Like mm-hmm. not to that degree, man. But that it's when you look at it in hindsight, uh, what he has done. That's a mm-hmm. huge, huge moment. Possibly one of the greatest out there right now. Sure. Well, the thing is, we wanted him to become healed. People kept saying it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, he needs to become healed. He needs to become healed. But nobody saw that. Nobody saw. No, not at all. The, and like you said, shifting the landscape, you look at the needle mover, the, the how much money he's brought into the company um, just as a heel right there. So, yeah, that one right there. That one, yeah. Oof, man. Daniel Bryan coming back. Let's yeah. just let the let's just let the fans dictate the show. We're gonna address this. right. Just, we're gonna <laughs> address name Justin Justin Rich. You guys are naming all the stuff we're gonna talk about anyway. So let's just start yeah, right, right here. Like uh brother Brand, I, I didn't want to uh forsake it. Did you have one off the top of your head before we you jump in? You know which this one, one I'm gonna say is my first one since we mm. went there with Hogan. Let's just go, go ahead. Go there now you know when, come on. You know what it doesn't really matter what he thinks though. It doesn't really matter what he thinks. Let's just let's just touch base on Justin. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter what Brandon thinks. Okay. Wow. Go ahead. Go away with Justin. Go ahead. Go with <laughs> no, 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 wait, wait, wait. No, since everybody's <laughs> talking about their favorite returns. Like, no, that's the crazy, the, the that's crazy the part is. Thank I can't you, even, Justin. Go ahead. I, that was one. I can't Go even ahead. talk about my favorite return because Shawn Michaels returned back. First of all, I'm glad he found Jesus. But he came back with blue jeans, and I was like, "No, I'm not feeling that." And then he came back with the he came out with the brown booty pants and elimination chamber. I wasn't feeling that either. I didn't feel like Shawn Michaels was Shawn Michaels until a couple a little bit after that. But go ahead, brother Brandon. Before we, because we're gonna talk about Daniel Bryan saying he was cleared to wrestle WrestleMania 34 return match. That's just where we're gonna go. But we, but Brand, brother Brandon, come no, on, Brandon. Man. You, we gotta talk about your guy. Save us. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> Save us. my Brian H. Waters purse. I'm a, I'm a channel this. This was back in 2007. <laughs> He came to MCW. He signed my intercontinental belt. I tried to correct this man. And he mm-hmm. turned to me and said, I don't count that, Rain. And he still signed it as oh, a seven-time champ. So then proceed to get my WWE network, I mean, my WWE magazine. And it's all about the code <laughs> being broken. Right? And that Monday Night Raw, it was the silliest return because you remember the guy was um, running to the arena and then all of a sudden, all you saw is somebody like this, and everybody knew. Bro, 
And, and, and he had short hair, so nobody knew what was going on. But you yes, saw the right. sparkly vest, and you're like, oh, tell me. Oh, yeah. And then he came yeah. back, and it was like, okay, now he ruined that it by coming hilarious. back 746 times afterwards. Well, but that was that was the first time he had took a break from wrestling. Yeah, he was yeah. gone enough that everybody was like, oh, is he really coming back? Is he going somewhere else? I think he was gone for two years, right? And then he came back, new persona, shenanigans, had more game. sparkles. He right. was like, you know, breaking the code, and it was just like. It was a great return the very first time. Yeah, and, and you know, he, had, he also did the same thing he did last. He had a build-up to it, you know what I mean? Yeah. That little Matrix-style thing going on. But, With the um, computer code coming down and somebody, remember, that was prelude to the, you know, the Triple H dust, you know, all that time that we sitting here. That's the best we could do at the time. That was <clears throat> 2007, a long time ago. But I'm just wow. saying, that was a... I enjoyed that. It was a, a fun lot. return. Mm-hmm. I, enjoy, I, enjoy I remember that getting I'm my WWE that. magazine and they spoiled it for me. And I'm like, oh, I know yeah. he's coming because when he was at MCW and everybody came back, so he said, you know, I'm just enjoying my time. He had just had his um, daughter, yeah, right? He, yep. Or he had son. just had his daughter and he was talking about he was enjoying the time. He had never had any injuries and everything like that. And, that, and I remember him saying about he didn't care if he was a heel or a face because everybody has a job. And he gave, he gave me one of the best quotes I ever remember because he said, if your boss go out there and tell you to clean the bathroom, you got to clean the bathroom. So if my boss goes out there and tell me to have people hate me, I got to make them hate me. After he tell me, go out there and tell them to make me love me, I got to make them love me. He said, you just got to do what your boss do. So he don't care about being a heel or a face. You know, he just does something to try to do what the, to please the boss. So It's crazy because I, I remember I remember you talking about that time because, first of all, we all knew you were going to go see Jericho. But I re- there were rumors about him going to TNA. I don't know point. if you know what happened when he walked past me backstage, do you? I, Brian, I'm sure you, you back there. No, me and Marcus, shout out to him. We was out front because Marcus never got a chance back, to meet him. Talking to Tracy Brooks, who knew me by first name, because remember, she became a staple. Mm-hmm. And we just sit back there talking. And Jericho came past. I pushed her out the way and started following him like the ultimate fanboy. So I, I apologize to Tracy and, Brooks. And that's something so, Brandon. So you push Tracy, you push Tracy Brooks as in Bobby Roode's old manager, Tracy Brooks. Yeah, in mm-hmm. the height of her TNA, Tracy Brooks that said, mm-hmm. Hey, Brandon, how's it going? Who knew who I was and had seen me, and we had talked multiple times. Yeah, I pushed out the way to get to Jericho. He said, Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it's Jericho. <laughs> First <laughs> off, you got to be seen for whatever you're doing. You can't, that don't work. That <laughs> but so I let's... got that one out of the way. That was my, that was it. No, listen, everybody has their one. Yep. Daniel Daniel Bryan, when he said he was officially cleared, where were you guys on the day when you first found out that freaking Daniel Bryan was cleared to first of all, we, we saw him on talking smack. We saw him on a show. I knew it was real when he had to retire, when he cut his hair. He was backstage. I said, Oh no. I was devastated. He was my favorite wrestler. He was he was uh-huh. my guy. He was at the height of what Daniel Bryan was doing. And he had to retire. But the day I found out that he was cleared and ready to come back to the ring, I was so elated. I mean, yeah. I, I, it's, it's something that I never thought that I would get the opportunity to really experience again for him to come back. And that just, like, it's, it's, it's still to this day one of my favorite moments. So what about you guys? I think oh, okay. it, was, it was so much. He was probably the first person that really we were sad that he left. Mm-hmm. And he went back and did something to prove I can come back. I think that that was probably the best return because it was it was in 
like even when Roman Reigns said that he had his leukemia came back, we had a it was a sad moment. We knew he would come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Edge had went away, couldn't come back at the time, right? And it was like Daniel Bryan went away, some similar page, and went away, came back, and had to go away again. So it was like with Daniel Bryan, it was kind of like we felt that because we knew the American Dragon from ROH. We knew he made it to WWE. He got fired, came back. We were there for his story from yep. the beginning. And it was like, before to be taken away, and it's like, he's just getting on his... He's getting to the point that we know he can be at. And it was like, I got to go. But then it was like, oh, he's back. What can he do? You know, oh, what, now we can pick up where we left off. So I think it was a great thing because we all felt that. No, and, and, and I think that's the most important thing when you think about some of the best returns. It's when you can feel these moments, it it kind of lasts with us a lifetime. It's, it's the fact that we didn't have any show. But another one of those moments that I felt like we all felt along the same sentiments was when Edge returned at the Royal Rumble after a, what, nine-year hiatus, however long he was gone? After that's being a, the first time? Well, yeah, you first know, time. His, first legit, his first legitimate return. After okay. having to return, after being forced to uh, force in retirement because of really, really bad neck injury, you know, possible right. pinched nerves and all that stuff. Once again, another superstar, another one of our favorites that I never thought that we would see in the ring again. Like there was no, I knew something was up. It's because uh-huh. me and Brandon used to talk about the ENC show. We always thought we always got a kick out of their stuff, especially when we were trying to come up with ideas. And <laughs> all of a sudden, it got to a point. You know, they they had the they had the. ENC show that totally reeks of awesomeness. They had it on the network for a little bit. They did like one or two seasons. And we were like, bro, this is funny. They should do another season. And all yeah. of a sudden, they just randomly stopped it. They randomly stopped it. They randomly stopped. They randomly stopped the uh the podcast. They said we're just pretty much done. And I was like, that's kind of awkward. And before yeah. you know it, probably a few months later, I hear that music at the Royal Rumble. Edge comes out. Looks like he's about to have a heart attack because he's he's going nuts with based off how the fans responded to him. And it was yeah. one of those special field moments that I, I will never forget is because you're talking about a guy that lost his career. You know what I mean? And and he came back 10 times better because in his time away, he got into acting. He studied acting. He had been involved in the industry for so long. And for him to come back and just kind of have the run that he's having made it that much more special because just like Daniel Bryan, it's somebody that lost their career due to devastating career injuries. So uh, Edge returned to the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I, I um that one I liked, but I couldn't really enjoy it because of the circumstances. What's the circumstances? You, you know, today is um the birthday of the late great Kobe Bryant, and mm-hmm. oh, yeah. the fact that, that, that was, it was the that, same that Sunday day, was very tough. Yep, I was like, I'm watching the Royal Rumble. I was in New Orleans for work. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting back to the room and I'm like, I got the rumble on me and my former manager. Her and I just went from uh, came back from dinner and it was just like a somber day. And I was, you know, probably wiping tears out of my eyes. And I'm like, oh, oh edge is back. But I couldn't like sure. enjoy it. You know, and that's like the biggest like regret I have about the whole thing. But like it was definitely a moment right there indeed. For me, it was it was the opposite, man. It was a, it was a much needed distraction because I cried Ooh. early that day. You know, what I mean, happy yeah. birthday to uh, Kobe Bryant, like I said. And for a moment, I didn't have to think about that because that's all I was thinking about all day. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then mm. it, it was it was like it was almost like a a welcome distraction, even mm. if it was for a moment. You know, I, you guys have heard me talk about it to uh, 
to nausea about how wrestling has always been one of my best distractions, no matter mm-hmm. what's been going on in my life. And for me, it was one it was one of those moments. And, I, and I'm like, I'm grateful for that moment is because I feel like age gave me that. I needed it that day, especially if, after what had happened. Like I, I needed to have that moment as a fan because, uh, you know, it was it was it was tough to process and nobody knew what was going on. You know, pandemic. It was a lot. You know what I mean? So I got to return. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, I can definitely understand how, you know, it would have been tough for you to kind of even like even really experience that moment. Mm-hmm. I got to return. I want to play a clip of run it. <laughs> uh, it's not too many times you can. Uh, I've been in a building for epic ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one was mentioned in the chat, and I said, "Well, you know, I actually got the video on my phone, so I want, I want to take the people yes, with me for a ride." thing <laughs> <laughs> that was pure reaction man that was lovely bro so so the funny thing about this is and if she sees this in post uh because you're not up right now but krista b will tell you that i, I apparently banged her shoulder oh, every time no. they play this clip it's like and I, my shoulder still hurts from brian jumping and hitting my arm <laughs> um but the fun part about this is funny story this was actually on the real dwayne Allen's birthday that year it was and so yeah, April second. After I finished recording this video, I FaceTimed. I'm like, bro, here I want you to experience And I was worried because I remembered your WrestleMania 33 story. 33 moment. Yep, with the hardest because that's on this list too. But we've talked about that one. We talked about that one <laughs> right. a thousand times already. And I'm like, bro, I, I was like, oh, I'm in the moment, but it, it was like after the phone started ringing. I was like, oh shoot, I hope it's not on like us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always like a, like a five or. 10 second delay sometimes when you call me it looked like you were in a club party you're like bro and i was like man i'm with you i already know what's going down i'm here too now that's 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 a special moment man like i said that and that's what it's about as far as you know what we do especially us being a unit being brothers like we shared that moment even we were we were miles away from each other but mm-hmm. that that moment still brought us together you I know think, what i mean uh, justin i don't know if he's still here but i think justin was on the floor for that one i know okay. he was there obviously because we hung out later but i think he was actually on the floor for that return um, but just like that, um, the, so the funny thing is when you go back and watch it, you can see the shift. Like how he said that, um, he said, I don't know if it was in the doc or in one of his interviews, but he said like Kevin Dunn said, we'll make everything better. The presentation better than yeah. it was in AEW. One of the thing is like now people, people <laughs> in fact, people know the words to the song. They, they, oh, the first verse, I should say. And, and, and um, the first Janelle, verse of the song. I wish I would have put that clip in there. Huh? I wish I would have put that clip in there. Keep going. Keep going, Marty Porter. Y'all know which one I'm talking about. (laughs) 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 The one one with Brandon singing a song? Boy, I wish I would have put it in there. Yeah. from HR says, like, y'all got till Mania 40 to learn the words. But you can see now, like, the WWE Universe has, like, taken over. Like, I was watching old stuff. They don't say the woe. 
you know, in AEW. They didn't say the well, you got they, they barely did. sung the song at AEW. Exactly. It was it's all, all about, about Judas. Judas. Jared, it was it's all about Judas. It live. The crowd mm. was like, let's get to the ring, Cody. Yeah. Get to the ring. Like, everybody just looked like they was irritated. Yeah. Like, just get this up. And then he was trying to, come on, cheer me on. And they were like this. Can you finish? <laughs> What's the, like, I remember saying, I was like, oh, they don't say this before, but it was like, that's it? And it was mm-hmm. like that, that's it. Like, okay. But yeah, that that was that was an epic night. Yeah, Justin said he was uh on the floor of risers across from hard cam. So yeah. <laughs> that's specific. Mm-hmm. Justin was on it, man. Now but Cody Rolls returning at WrestleMania has got to be is that is that the biggest moment outside of Hollywood Hogan returning to WWE after uh after being in WCW? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it it, it might not feel like it right now, but when it's all said and done and he wins the title and everything, retrospective, I think we we already see where it's going. So, you know, yeah, it's the biggest moment. But I see how we're getting there. Yeah. And once we get there and after it's all said and done, people can go back and look and say, yeah, that's the biggest moment since. And it's crazy because that moment we knew it, but we didn't. Like with the Hogan thing, it was like, oh, crap. Because it was a is he or isn't he, and it was quiet. It wasn't. We didn't have the internet to ruin it for us. We right. have all the speculation that it was him coming back. But remember, the thing was to throw us off. What if it's Shane McMahon facing? Yeah, him? you know what I mean. Like it was like, man, I can kind of see WWE doing that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's going to be. But then when it was Cody, it was like our guy's home, mm-hmm. and like they said in the um, documentary, he's returned. You know, yeah, because got, after he smashed the throne, I was like, he's never come back to WWE. I and, said, oh, he's actually back. And, I and thought it, he would after that. Just I, because, I knew he would. Yeah, it, like but how wrestling like, works. Yeah, I know how wrestling. Right. Have, the dollar will talk, but I'm just saying, like when he, I thought he was doing it more for himself, saying because remember when he left and he got that song commission, he gave them parts of the song to put in there to kind of say, I can do this on my own, which he did, but AEW wasn't really his his swung song to his father. It wasn't the, I got to do what he, I've won the NWA world title. So me and my dad are on the history books like that, but I got to go do this for me mm-hmm. and him. So. Mm-hmm. Nah, that, that, listen, I, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more, but I think one of the things with, um, I think one of the things we probably forget the most about these moments is that just like you said, like I put it this way. Ever since Eric Bischoff returned to WWE, I was like, oh yeah, anybody's uh <laughs> yeah, bingo. Any, any anybody can come back home and so when Brett came back, Brett was yeah. a big deal. Yeah. When Brett, Brett Hart, came back, that's when I knew anybody could come back. Brett Bret Hart uh killed uh TNA's momentum on Monday nights. Because because remember because Brett yeah. returned to WWE the same night that Hogan and Bischoff showed up to TNA. And they had a little oh, they had a little impromptu right. in NWO moment as they called it the band. I enjoyed the run of the band. You know, uh, in TNA, but uh, you know, the, the whole thing was like, Yeah, man, let's get these big money contracts. And Hogan's like, No, it's not the same, brother, we're not doing this anymore. And it was cool and all, but then guess what? Bret Hart returns to WWE, so let's just go there. When Bret Hart freaking returns to WWE after everything that mm-hmm. happened, I mean, goodness gracious, I remember that night, it was like it almost like it was head to head. I don't know what TNA was thinking, trying to, <laughs> I think they were just trying to cause a stir, Eric Bischoff, you know. and in his production company and Hogan would just try to make a, you know, try, try, try to make an impact, no pun intended. And WWE counted that and said, no, we're going to have Bret Hart return to WWE after all of these years. And Bret kind of got a little last little bit of impromptu run. 
where he could kind of end. Well, he could probably US end his. <laughs> yeah, he, he had a run with the U.S. title. The only thing, the only thing I didn't like is that he just he wrestled in those uh, those Jordans and his uh, baggy shorts. I said, bro. I said, bro. What you call it? That jersey. Yeah, his uh, his jersey. Yeah, like his hockey jersey. He had his hitman jersey. You know, he had he had a new version of his hitman jersey. But it was it was the best we can get, and I'm appreciative of even even how the story ended. You know, him McMahon kind of rehashing things out, and then you know, uh, then then their match at WrestleMania where he's like, "Yeah, I, I paid off the Hart family to turn on you," and he's like, "Oh no, I don't think you understand. They knew exactly what we we're doing. We took your money, and now we're going to get your comeuppance." And it's like, would it one of the things that I definitely um admire about uh, he whose name should not be named because every time we mention his name, we have technical difficulties. Is that yep. not only did we get a resolve to the real life issues that happened? But we got a also we got a resolve to to the storyline because that's where the Mister Mr. McMahon character came in. I didn't say his name fully, so it doesn't count. Uh-huh. That's where the character was birthed from. So it's like you know we kind of got that. We kind of got you know our full circle moment. Uh, Bro, I actually go back and watch that match from time to time. I I think I, it was just I don't being happy that Brent was getting his get back. You know, just to sometimes like you know I, I I tell you when I watched it. Them best What's Buy that? days was the best. <laughs> that was that was the DVD era, as I call it. Yeah, you know, when you go to work and you you remember all the stuff we was dealing with during the summer of 2011. Oh, so it's as, like, so, as soon like... as you said Best Buy, that almighty blue box, I just like, oh yeah, trust me, I see why you watched it then. <laughs> but uh, monumental moment. That's if 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 WWE wasn't in the space that it was in back then, I feel like it would have been much bigger. Like I could imagine yeah. something like that happened under the Triple H era, but we're talking about 10, 15 year difference, but. That, that was another huge, huge, huge monumental return. Once again, it taps into everything that makes a good return. It was emotional. It was unexpected. Mm-hmm. It was shocking. And it was something that the fans all wanted. Let's let's get into it. Wanted and needed. And needed. And needed. You're absolutely right. Because I think Sean, Sean Michaels needed it because we got that uh, Rivals DVD out of it. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the only one we got. And, well, we got the full story. We got to hear both sides. We got to hear, like I said, the, uh, I remember Brian Nish said, man, the only other one they could have done with this that made sense would have been Hogan and Macho. Yep. But unfortunately, Macho had passed away, you know, and you got to catch them on a good that one, yeah. on a good note because, you know, Macho either hates Hogan or he loved him. Um, there was never any in between. So you, <laughs> so, so you got to catch him during a moment where he was like, I'm good. You're my brother until Hogan does something to piss him off and then he hates him again. Be a man, Hogan. <laughs> Did you watch his Andy uh, bio? Did I watch it? Oh, yeah. Of course, I watched it, but uh, but okay, yeah, because <laughs> I enjoyed that a lot. I actually also enjoyed the Dark Side of the Ring story too. Now, uh, see, that's the one I did not watch though. It's I not did a, not watch the Ducks. I'm I'm telling you, man, it's cringy. I get nervous, man. Like, even, I feel you. That one isn't as bad. Okay, I well, feel no, no, no. Which one isn't that bad? Like, what do you mean in comparison to the rest of them? Yeah, that's um, not saying much, brother. You're not giving me confidence to go back. No, and watch but, it. but but because like it, it's not good. It, it it doesn't paint like Macho Man as a super villain. Like Warriors painted him as a super villain. His dark and, side, right? Yeah. Now, and considering the way his A and E didn't portray him great, you know. But mm-hmm. and mind you, and Warriors stuff came on literally. It was according to the um, Dark Side producers, it wasn't on purpose, but they literally came on the same week. Oh like, wow! Okay. So um, that's crazy because that's where I was gonna go next with Warrior. But go ahead. Yeah. So like, yeah, it, that's for there. Yeah, right. but it, it but savages. It it wasn't as bad because it was like a, it's called a match made in heaven, or you know, with him. It's about him and Elizabeth. But okay, we, now yeah. see, yeah, that's that's see, that's I didn't realize that. 
Yeah, it's yeah, not that, so much about that's him. A, that's a subject that you kind of can't avoid where you don't look like a villain a little bit. Yeah, but you know it, I mean? it, it, yeah, you talk about investigative investigative journalism, man. This this dark side is vicious. <laughs> it, <laughs> they start uncovering things, but uh, I love it. Too. I, I love this season. This was probably yeah. one of my favorite seasons. So you, see, you guys like that drama. I can't deal with it, man. I get. It. I start running out the room. I'm like, no, nah, I can't do this. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm like, nope, not doing this. I just don't like bad stuff, man. This is but my Bash of the Beach 2000. That was a good one. I watched that yeah. one. See, that was yeah. that was that was a safe one because yeah. that's the one that's you the already one, know. That's one that I needed answers for, though. Yeah, like 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 I didn't realize that that whole thing that happened. Like for instance, once again, that whole thing that happened with Jeff Jarrett and Hogan mm-hmm. was planned out. I didn't know that. You're now, right. The only part that wasn't planned out was what happened afterwards. That that's the part I didn't Russo. know. Man, and and they and this people are sticking to their lives. And Russo's supposed to be a born again Christian. He didn't look at everything. I'm Bro, like, man, facts. like, come yeah, on, he, man. Like, somebody's got to tell the truth because they all still swearing to their line. And I'm, I'm, it's like, who, who, who do you believe? You know, you should Jim Cornette. No. I feel like he should be in all of them. <laughs> I don't think. I think he. They probably did. He probably cussed in every last one. Look, man, I'm, I'm gonna say what I want. He's no see like so Cornette's like the MVP of the series in my opinion. He because he has been in a couple of them, hasn't he? I've seen a him lot. Before, like, Which, it's, but it's, I've been surprised though because usually he don't seem like someone that cooperates and being civil. Oh no, no! Like they said when they when they walked in there, he took them through the the uh, his attic, and you see all the history. And it was like you know it was so much fun like working with him. And he said even the second season, he's like, well man, let me make sure I put on my tie, my shirt and tie for this. And you you. Yeah, you've seen Cornette. You know, you was a yeah, good yeah, friend. James, he, he, he's a fan of yours. Um, and I'm a fan of his. I said, James E. I shook his hand everything. I, I, yeah. he, was, he was one of my childhood guys that I met for the first time in Ring of Honor. Yeah. And, and you know, the way he, like, just his demeanor on the show, like, he's going to tell the truth. Yeah. The one that made that you saw a different side of him mm-hmm. was the Sonny and um skip episode yeah well uh, chris candido oh, yeah. yeah yeah chris because yeah. he he was like he, he honestly he kind of felt like guilty for the wow. bringing him into the business you and you sure. saw like a different emotional side of him and it's like hmm. wow but he's somebody like i want to see him on every episode because it, it, did you ever you heard the promo he cut on vince russo on his show right of course that that's, that's, well, <laughs> that's what i that's what i figured he was going to be like on dark side now, i've seen clips of him you know what I mean, but I didn't realize mm. that you you talk you call him the MVP of the series. Now I'm like, wait yes, a minute, because because I like I like James Oye because to me he has he's one of the better. This is the reason why he has like yes. the, I think the top two podcasts this year. He's a, number one, he's, yeah. He has like number one and number two. I, unless mm-hmm. I looked at it wrong, he has no. Different. You're right, yeah. He is one of the best storytellers out there. So I'll sit back and I'll just be like, just listen to all James E's stories. Like, it doesn't matter what era it is, everything. Mm-hmm. He is one heck of a storyteller. See, now y'all got me roped in the and, and and on that he 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 doesn't. He's going to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. He's going to say how he feels, but he's also like fair, and it's a sense because like unbiased. I, it, so like yeah, and and like in real life, like value wise, I would side more with Russo than Cornette. If you know where I'm going with this, sure. But I get it. Cornette, a lot of times I'm like, well, you know what? He's got a point. And and the the promo, the end of the Brett episode, the Brett Sean episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that when he told his he talked about his wife's instructions. That right there had me like, oh bro, like come on now. Like, what she's supposed to do if Vince Russo dies and when you know he's a he can't do it himself. And he's you know, so you really see it like they could do a whole dark side of the ring episode on their feud alone, and that could be like that's what I would want to see. 
Yeah, because and I once again I want to say who's somebody's lying, somebody's telling the truth. I don't know who it is. <laughs> but um, no, yeah. See now, yeah, now y'all got me roped into this. But um, I guess I guess I'm curious. We have talked about a lot of returns. We talk about their moments. We talk about what makes them special. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there's a lot of honorable mentions. Like I said, the, the hardest return to WrestleMania is an honorable mention because, like I said, we've I've talked about that so 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 much. And uh, you know, I, I'm still scarred by the fact that you know the network ruined it for me while I was at Lombardo's. Lombardi's trying to get me something to eat, me and my mama. Um, but are there any more uh special returns or any more of my favorite returns? Because we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up, we're not gonna stand there too long. Oh, I think we had I got one. Well, well, one of my favorites was uh just because I was there, was the mm-hmm, raw mm-hmm. after uh WrestleMania, but in 2012, you already know what I'm talking about. Brian Brock Lesnar came back. Oh yeah. Okay. Only thing that kind of mm-hmm. ruined it though was the dirt sheets. Pretty much, you know, everybody they kind of knew he was already coming, but I, hey, it was still a my great experience. Yep, but it was how about, a great experience. How about how about when we were there when uh, RVD returned back to Philly at Money in the Bank? Hey, yeah, yeah. that was that? fun. Yep. He was fresh off that yep. TNA run. Yep, and they all and they all jumped him. They jumped him back into the fold. Yeah. And yeah, he, ended up, he ended up leaving. <laughs> wait, wait a minute, brother Brad. <laughs> I like I'm okay with it. That is the episode. It's probably gonna come in like 10 years. Because they making they already made the, the parody of it. Somebody put together the parody online. See, Tony Tony Khan's got everybody signing NDAs at this point. So who knows? Yeah. He said if you guys I'm just for it. I act like I'm okay, I, but I, um, I can't really discuss that. I understand why you asked, but I can't discuss that right now. Well, like oh like why Cody really left eight. Why Cody left really left AW. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows something. Have you kept saying, yeah? I had a personal I can't issue. Talk about. I it. cannot talk about it. And, 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 and I know you telling the truth because I remember they they signed NDAs. They signed like legal agreements, like we're gonna we're gonna go our separate ways, but we are legally obligated that we can't speak. Same thing with the with the brawl. The young bucks are like, no, I literally can't speak on it. We signed mm-hmm. NDAs, but uh, like, is it any any more returns? Any more? Oh, uh, yes, I yeah, got. Go ahead. I mean, we've been all WWE. You know, I got to take it to TNA for a minute. Uh-oh. Please, I hope I hope you say the the return because I'm gonna stay in TNA. See, I'm telling you, I'm trying to do the alternative kick, brother. I got, I'm in AW. I'm in TNA. If well, you I'm don't, if you don't I'm... say the right thing, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow up. Go ahead. Well, my thing about AW returns, I feel like they just return from injuries. There hasn't been any like I've been gone off TV. It's always been like even when Hangman came back, it was like okay, he was just off TV. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. And TNA, one of the returns is probably an unpopular one, but I remember because she was leading the knockouts divisions at one point within a tag team, and then she was trying to break out as a single star. Do you remember when Velvet Sky came back the first time? Because she wasn't part of the beautiful people? Vaguely. And Victoria, well, I'm sorry. Um, oh, my God. What was her name? And why am I drawing a blank? What Victoria's name was in TNA? And um. she came she came back and interrupted her and Mickey James. Sarah, and, right? Sarah, yes. And it was a big deal because it was like, oh, she actually came back because it was everything was in the air about her coming back. Mm-hmm. The time that AJ came back during the whole Aces of Eight storyline, he had his long soccer mom hair. <laughs> that was another one. Emo AJ. Yes, because it was like, does, is he with Aces of Eight or was he? And they kept playing around with his music with that dark music. And it was like, they started playing that, 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 that Johnny Cash sounding uh, yes. theme song he had. And the last one was fresh off his WWE run. You know, it was controversial. Then it was like, oh, look, he's back. And he took out LA Knight and got the title back in the same night. Oh, yeah. 
You remember that one? Come on, Dwayne. I know I you remember, remember that. that one. Even I know that one. You said what? Say this again? I'm lost. <laughs> he came back from his WWE run, confronted LA Knight. I'm sorry, Eli Drake. Oh, okay. That's what's throwing me off. I'm like, wait a minute. What happened? Like, yeah, Drake? I'm, I'm sorry, Eli Drake. And took the title from him. It was, uh, don't tell me. It was Bobby Lashley, wasn't it? Nah. No, or was it Drew? It was a little guy. Oh. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. A little guy. Hold on. Fresh off his WWE run because Eli Drake was. I remember him. I, that's what I noticed him the most in in Impact. And I was like, wait a minute. He used to be in NXT. He kept going, Eli Drake. But I'm trying to think. It Was it Austin Aries? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, and, oh, yeah. That's oof. That was bad. Right. That's, that's when him and him, him and him and Johnny Impact had their match. He just laid down and he pinned. He just woke up and got out the and ring. He, but that was after he came back because remember he came back and started was, being the belt collector, mm-hmm. and he got that belt. And then he went on that whole tear through the Indies and Red Pro and everywhere else. But it was oh shoot, Austin Aries is back. You talking what about the, you talking about, Nobody expected about him to win the title that night. You talking about the bridge burner and and Austin Aries was a big deal in TNA early on. Like he, you know, he, he was. was one of him and Roderick Strong used to do that jump back back and forth from Ring of Honor and TNA, Ring of Honor TNA thing early on. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he, you know, of course, you know, Austin Aries had a he was TNA's what made him a main event main event star that that run he had with Bobby Roode and stuff like that because I didn't see him in that same light, but yeah, he was fresh off that feud with uh with with King Neville, yeah. and um, you know, he was doing nothing backstage and they put him on commentary and he bad attitude and they cut him. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, Austin Aries. I'm disappointed. Mm-hmm. You go ahead, bro. Branch. No, that was, that was... it. I, I hope you don't. Go ahead, go ahead, Dwayne. Who were you gonna say, Brian? Let's go ahead. You have to because I'm gonna. I gotta. I'm disappointed in Brad. We go. We call. We go call him out because. <laughs> All right, about... go. go ahead. Two real quick. Um, one. Uh, we talked about Roman earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, this person on the women's side did almost the same thing. Not the same thing with the. Re- well, I would say same thing with the return is a full character change. That made me into a huge fan. That's uh Sasha Banks coming back uh mm-hmm. with the blue hair. I yeah, saw Stephanie mentioned earlier. That. Yep. Yeah, yep. I, I I before she was you know, okay, another person on the roster. I, I think I got irritated with the Sasha crew because I just wasn't believing nothing she did. But when she came back there, I said, like, Okay, now I could see what you are, I can see who you are. I felt I saw the confidence of her. But then another return, this is actually earlier in the days of the wrestling realm. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> The Rock, when The Rock came back, and, and this is like an iconic moment. Okay, yeah. Um, that you're talking about WrestleMania twenty what seven? Rock twenty seven. And, and the reason yeah. why I say it, like this is that shift where uh, the real Dwayne Allen and I are in school and we talking about it, and to the point, all the closet wrestling fans came out, bro. Like after the- Woodward, like scattered <laughs> like roaches, just came out of nowhere. You know, open up a cabinet, just like where's all you guys coming from? Right. Cause we had been talking wrestling because it's WrestleMania season. It was like as soon as we found out we wrestling fans, all right, bam. Unapologetically then... loud on the corners, like just whatever. <laughs> hey, facts. And he was like, Y'all seen that last night too. You know, like, and then who, yeah, who said that? exactly. I forgot my man name. He used to do security, but all of a sudden he started coming talking to us all the time. And he would tell us about like, I had been, yeah, man, you know, I wear the wrestling shirts, but I'd rather wear like a mid shirt because it could say I'm awesome. It's, it don't have to come off as a wrestler. You know what I'm talking about. Bro, um, who was that? I remember that conversation, bro. Yeah, I forgot in, your in name. In the closet, wrestling fans. Bro, yeah. listen. They, <laughs> Hugh, brother Hugh, they came out of... This was the way deemed that term, discussion? bro. Yep, the way deemed that term. Bro, it turned, it, turned from, it turned from A-B conversation to a full-blown classroom conversation. Everybody, <laughs> I, I, remember, I remember Brian talking about it all the time. He's like, yeah. telling me all the time about it. 
all of a sudden y'all watching wrestling now? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. I, that's when I found out CJ Butter was a wrestling fan. You yep. know, and, and, and he, he found out a lot of people wrestling fans. Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't as much of the club. I gotta do it one time. Hmm. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I talked to him a couple weeks ago. You know, he gave I, I ain't get the full, but I got a little bit of the NABJ report. You know, you gotta get the annual report uh, of NABJ. Yeah, that means after dark. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and, and, and I gotta hit up B Croft too, because I ain't get one from him yet. But um oh yeah, now B Croft gonna have one because when I, I ran to the airport, <laughs> he gave me the rundown. See <laughs> he gave me the rundown. I trust me, I felt like I was there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. Um but yeah, those the, that, that that rock return was special because it was you know it was it was what was needed. Um and you know, I feel like he might be getting another one very soon. You, you know? know why? Because it's it, it was his career was in, was was <laughs> on the downward spiral. It wasn't <laughs> the most popular. <laughs> Did you see the tweet that went viral today from Kenny's thoughts? No, I mean it said it said that um it was like, yo, where is this man? The the blood his the bloodline in trouble his decision the bloodline his daughter got kidnapped where is he oh. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like yo it's oh, true right. like, and listen there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of people baiting the rock to come back into uh come back home you, you got Grayson Waller you know it's a, eventually he gonna he gonna he gonna move you know he's and, he's going to come back because every time he comes back it just it re it re puts him back in the same place yeah it puts him right back where he was. Yeah, but you know, shout out to Gewertz. He made a good point that you know he don't think he feel like he hasn't talked to him, but he said he probably feels it's not a good look right now with the strike stuff. Oh so yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, the right of strike because he, yeah, he's yeah. been. I know, I know. You recently donated money to the uh, organization. Yeah, yeah. He's like, man, I'm out there making money while people that you know work for him not. But you know, and he got the whole like, XFL flop going. Yeah, he lost lost about what sixty million or something like that. Uh, Took a hit. Well, it's, then, uh, I think it, I mean y'all would know better than me. It wasn't just a, a startup business hit. He, it, it was, it was, it okay. was, it was. So it was not like it wasn't like he it wasn't like he failed or anything. It was just, uh, but um, nah, he yeah, nah, but yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was more of a a startup business or a resurgent mm -hmm. business hit as opposed to. Cause it seemed like it was, you know, doing well. Seemed like he was getting right. solid ads. You know, Jesse Ventura said the issue before was that the NFL told sponsors, if you advertise with them, you yep. can't advertise with us. They did the same thing before, though. Yeah, yeah I and say, I don't think that's what the downfall was before that they couldn't. Yeah, get yeah that's what Jesse Ventura. So I don't think that's the issue now. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I yeah. think they use it more as a feeding system or whatever. No, and, and that's and that was the whole point. I think that was kind of the point that they made. Like, bro, we don't we don't run games and stuff at the same time as you do. A, mm -hmm. a lot of those guys uh come and they play the XFL and the USFL and they get picked up for NFL teams. You know what I mean? Yeah. It keeps guys yeah. active in the shape trying to, you mm -hmm. know, play and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, but like I said, you know, it's it's the rock is uh I think the rock is the best back. XFL reporter too, friend of the family of the program, Britt Waters. Yeah, she did for the uh Washington um yeah, I the almost, Washington team. Defenders, I almost called them. I almost, yeah, the defend. I almost called them yeah. the Washington Generals. Like it was a, <laughs> it was a the, the replacement. The replacement. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, yeah, I I'm just, just got back from um Dubai doing the USA basketball stuff. Oh or wow! Something. Hey. And then and then back to work this morning. I was like, yo, fam, I don't know how you do it. I said, I admire you catching planes, cashing checks. I ain't mad at her. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm disappointed, brother Brandon, because he he brought up TNA and TNA and TNA. You guys remember he was such a TNA mark? 
Like he was, he was? He, he was, man. Come on now. Was? He was, he was, well, see, no, this is the part that blows me because out of all the returns that we talked about, we talked about mm-hmm. a lot of returns today. We talked about a lot of special returns. He and he and he went there. He said, I'm 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 a, y'all talking about this WWE. I'm going to TNA. He didn't talk about when Sting made his return to pro wrestling completely <laughs> in 2005 to yeah. TNA. Now, see, you know why I didn't say Sting made his return? Because that was his debut to TNA. No, his no, it was not. He, de- he debuted. He ought to be ashamed. He debuted in 2003. Remember, he had that one off when he teamed up with Jeff Jarrett and they, they faced oh, off. You well, it, I, we got you got to remember at the time that was when T Day was being booked like an indie where people just they would just sign up guys for dates. Right, and that's hey, it. come here, you ain't doing nothing. Hey, come here, you ain't doing nothing. Yeah, like that's they had Sand, they... Sandman, Scott Hall, Sting. He still teamed like he he, he remember they, you got to remember that was around the time he found Jesus and he did that movie. If you watch movies, his first movie like um Sting, whatever it's called, he has like these random like wrestling like silhouette like slow motion shadows. He's wrestling Abyss. And I'm like, this must have been around 2003 when he he did that that small stint in uh in TNA. He might have did like maybe one TV because I didn't really have TV. I think at the it was time. only one uh, TV era, but I thought he did uh, house shows with them. He, or something. he did those. He did a little, the little the little asylum shows they did, and then he did yeah, the pay per view. Yeah. So it was it was a that's why I considered because it, it was it wasn't like a one off, but it was like a small deal. It's like kind of like how TNA Impact's deals are now, where it's like three months and then just that's it. But at that point, he was still kind of fresh. He he had gone away for about two and a half years, and he came back, and he was his. Remember, his hair was cut, and I, I remember they were begging him to come back. And Jeff Jarrett was the biggest heel in the cut. Him and Monty Brown mm-hmm. were, uh, you know, kind of running rough shot off of T Day, and, and I think that was one of the best things that T Day had did early on, storyline wise, doing stuff like Jeff Jarrett coming out. Sting is old and retired. He'll never come back. I don't care if you guys can keep cheering for the Stinger. And then like Sting's boots was in the ring, the lights went out, or Sting's mask was in the ring, and you know, of course, God bless his soul. The the Don West oversell him and Mike Tanay. Oh my God, God, is that a, is that a mask? It's like, and the close up would have been there for ten minutes. And Don West is like, I can't figure out what it is. That is is that it is is. It's like that's, that's a mask. It's like oh, right? Boy. They was trying to fill time, bro. Him and Mike Tanay, this <laughs> the famous Tanay oversell. But mm-hmm. to me, that was monumental because you know. None of us thought Sting would ever end up in um in WWE, and Sting was one of my favorites. He's top five. Like it goes, it goes. Breaking news. Here we go. It goes. Uh-huh. Um, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles. That's one and two. Then it goes. Um, The Rock, Macho Man, Sting. Like, uh-huh. like, and then and then you could just kind of follow suit from there. You know what I mean? So yeah. he was my guy. Like he was, and he came back, and then he had such a crazy run, and and. Sting was the one of the main reasons I used to watch TNA, but I I couldn't get through a whole show and I wasn't paying for pay-per-views to see Sting, but I can appreciate what he's done now because I can go back and watch all that great stuff. He wasted all those good years there before he got to WWE and Seth Rollins tried to kill him. Um, <laughs> but shout out to Sting down mm-hmm. AEW cool still doing his thing. But that, that was a Dang. huge moment for TNA. Sting re- returned back to, back to wrestling. Like I said, not even just TNA, just wrestling. So that You know one of the deal. first returns I remember? What's that? Um, that, that, that? Hold on, that's a good twist. One of the first returns you've ever remembered. This is a good one. I, I want to hear this. I, I don't remember exactly what the first storyline it was, but Ric Flair returned to WCW. Um, that was a big deal because he yeah, grew, it, I, remember, I remember he grew his hair back out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He made him cut his hair. The executives want to have a certain look, mm-hmm. but he came back as Ric Flair. He came back full yeah. blown, wavy blonde, like 
Yeah, and NXT um, I, style in the audience. Remember with that? With the suit on, because yeah. remember when he just wore like sweaters or, or something crazy? He didn't have a jacket on that when he oh. had his short hair. Didn't he just That's... wear like a sweater a lot or something? Yeah, he just it was a sweater. Or, or, no, or a shirt. It was just a plain shirt. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah, I, with the jacket on was the hair, and it just felt like, oh, that's right. And, and remember, this is the time where I'm thinking they walk across the street. That you know, <laughs> and um, and I remember turning on WCW Saturday night. I, I can't remember if we was like, if if it was like the family was like, um, yeah, make sure you watch because Ric Flair is coming back tonight or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I remember like being a child watching, and I just remember Tony Schiavone kept saying, "Yeah, so you're back." You know, welcome back, to, you know, and all this stuff. And that's a honestly, I might not like what he do a lot, but Tony Schiavone coming back to wrestling in AEW, that was a big deal. Because he was somebody we never thought we would see back. Um, no. Yeah, that, that, that counts as a return. Yeah. Yeah, but, I, you know, I, I'm, like, kind of over him now at this point, you know. Yeah, but, kinda over. It's, time, it's time to move on to the future. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Honorable, Mention was, Honorable Mention was Christian. Because I feel like Christian kept in the rumble because yes, the whole thing about yes, the yes, rumble, yes, yes, yes. they said that wasn't him embracing him edge. That was him saying goodbye. Bro, that, like, that that broke me to shreds when I, when mm. I saw that. When they said yeah, because Edge, you can see it was, it, that was joy in his eye. Like, he got me. I didn't know he was there. Bro, <laughs> was, Ooh, can we talk about it before we get off this stream? Because I want to know what the good brothers think. Uh-oh. What are we talking about? I'm I'm still pissed about the whole Christian thing because they tried to they tried to feed him to Roman in that storyline instead of give him <laughs> a solid story to come back. He deserved more respect to that. By he whose name should not be mentioned because every time he mentions his name, we have technical difficulties. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let, let's just are you talking about Bo Dallas. Uh-uh. I want to know what do y'all think oh, about okay. the reports that saying Edge. Declined the WWE's offer. WWE declined Edge's offer or his um demands, for lack of a better word. And the internal thoughts is believing that he is going to AEW. Good brothers, do you uh, want to? I, I purposely didn't ask y'all in the chat because I wanted to know. I wanted to hear the words. I wanted to hear the flesh. What they had to say about this. I had. A I don't feeling, want to I had a feeling we was going to mm-hmm. talk about it. <laughs> and I think it's honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Mm-hmm. Is because I'm gonna tell you right now, every time somebody goes, Man, I don't know what's gonna happen. We I really don't know what I'm gonna do next, man. It's usually mm-hmm. somebody's gonna leave and show up somewhere else. Cause we saw the same thing with Jeff Hardy. When Jeff Hardy left WWE in 2009, like, oh, I don't know, man, I just need to take some time off, need a break. Next week he was on TNA Impact. Yep. And and you know, of course, TNA Impact wasn't it's not really wrestling full time. You just, you know, you do one weekend you do four tapings so it's technically part-time wrestling it's easier in the body but it's like every time somebody goes man i don't know what i'm going to do cody did the same thing in, in aw i'm mm. working i'm working on a contract honestly i don't know what i'm going to do i don't i don't know like yeah come on man cut it out you know exactly what you're going to do not to mention you know edge was in edge edge was in in, in contact with with uh tony Khan before he was going to return to wwe because if wwe wasn't going to clear him he was going to show up in aw Mm. So it's like as soon as they were like, oh, Edge might show up, and I'm like, yeah, he might. He, and he can, he don't got to be Edge to be Adam Copeland. Like everybody knows who he is. It doesn't matter yeah. what name you use. It's like Mick Foley. At, at, once you get to a certain point, Daniel Bryan, anybody, like it doesn't matter. Like 
You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They're gonna call him Adam, like Adam Copeland. Like, what difference is? But everybody knows he's. They're gonna say somebody's gonna say something like, "This man has gone off the edge," or something crazy like that. <laughs> why well, would it are <laughs> so, so so? Why the heck wouldn't Edge ask for some outrageous demands, knowing that he's not gonna give it to him and say, "Okay, well, they turned me down. We had a good run. Why not just take but, them?" <laughs> well, we forgot about two things. Edge is in a perfect position because if the merger is supposed to go through next month. Mm-hmm. They could be holding off on signing any of these big money deals because they don't know what's going to happen. More. That's that's point. not that's not true. You well, don't think so? Tony Khan. Tony Khan does not. Tony Khan does not use any logic when it comes to to buying. No, no, I'm talking choice. about WWE. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, I'm, that's I'm, what I thought you were saying. I thought you were talking about AW. My bad. Yeah, okay, okay, WWE okay. could be holding off on signing these big mm-hmm. money deals because they don't know what the what if they sign and then Edge is cut, or they say nope, too heavy. Cut twelve wrestlers because you signed Edge. To a billion dollar contract, I'm just exaggerating, but yeah, yeah, Tony yeah, yeah, Khan yeah. will throw anything at him to get him, and then Tony Khan crazy enough to go pay Rob Zombie a million dollars mm-hmm. just to use his Never song. To have right, right. <laughs> but, it, it, I, as it's not. To, think about it. I, I'm gonna tell you what's going on. I, I'm gonna tell you why. I, do I need to see it? No. I'm glad we had our last Edge run. There's nobody really in. You know, we're probably gonna get like Edge and Christian Omega. Yeah, but no, but see those guys, they those I don't know. Here, here's my conflict about it. One, it just old, but also AEW has done a really good job of preserving older guys. Look at Sting. Like, why is Sting having true. a run? Sting's thing's 65 years true. old. And, and jumping you can't, off buildings. And you can't tell. It's because he just comes out, he shows his face. He just he's just sting. He don't have to look at Christian. Christian doesn't wrestle. He comes out there, <laughs> he comes up, he does the most craziest insults. He has one or two matches. And, he's he, the and guess what? Champion right now. He's the TNT champion, and he and didn't shows off his abs on and social media, and he's not even the champion. Like, <laughs> but here's my problem with Edge. Like we had that discussion about moving people over. Mm-hmm. Edge would have the star power, but he would be that moment, and then he'll because he, Edge is in that weird category that he's a legend, but he's not an old legend. And when I say old legend, he's not like a Sting age or Ric Flair age legend. He's a modern era legend where it's like where does he fit in that wavelength of things because if he goes to on on the side on the side of the travel truck that's where he fits his his face but the thing is not the willow but if he goes to impact right he's gonna break Mm -hmm. their bank no cut it if he goes to if he goes to AEW (laughs) (laughs) you put him you put him with Christian and then you give him a tag team run like no, do do like it? what do you, I mean, I mean you could to help but now I don't know. Honestly, because, I don't like, even know. Look what happened with Billy Gunn. He fit mm-hmm. into a groove that he was on TV. Remember, Mark Henry wanted to do more. That's why he left WWE and he's done less. Big hey, Joe wanted to do more. No come more on now. Got. Mark Henry's done less. It's time for the main event. I, so heard. My point is, where does he fit in there? Because yeah. at Same. the end of the day, anyway, yeah, WWE could use him. You know, randomly, and mm-hmm. they clearly are giving him the spotlight when it's necessary. They're giving him the platform. You know, at one point, remember when they announced the World Heavyweight Champion? We said, "Oh, Edge going to win this," but it was like he got knocked out in the first round. And then it was like he keeps coming back. He needs to take a page from Rey Mysterio and say, "Let me just be here, collect my money, and keep my legend status." Or do I really need to go over there? He's and get not, out my system because he never had a chance to go somewhere else and get out. Ray Mysterio went there and got it out of his system and came back. 
And that's probably what I'm concerned the most about, to be honest with you. And, that, and that's, he hasn't gotten that out of the system. He's only worked for WWE's whole career. Yeah. Remember, you know I mean? Ray was it the first ever? All up. Sexton what? Hardcastle. I didn't count as independent. That wasn't Edge. That was like that was broke. That was broke Adam. Yeah, yeah, because Ray exactly like 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 Ray left, did his his world tour, and said Adam Ray settled down there. He was in the first All In. He said I'm. He was dressed as Wolverine, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He left. And think about it. His friends, quote unquote, are over there, as in you know, FTR. Yep. But at the end of the day, just because your friends are there, where's your wife? Is she on the Legends deal? Or is she not? Hey. Because that's another know. wrinkle that we think of. He said, yeah, I got to ask my family. Which yeah, you, what, I don't know what's what they next. Do with, what are they doing with Beth Phoenix? They're not going to cut her contract. Like They just let RVD go over there. Like, what RVD, kind of contract do she have? Because she could not. I don't, I don't know if she has a Legends deal or not. Where yeah. I'm sure she does. She's doing, she's, is she doing appearances? Is she doing, you know, can they call her back at a moment notice for a rumble? You know, who knows which, what her contract is, if she even has one. I don't think they're threatened by AEW, to be honest with you, not from a business standpoint. Heck no. No, like, 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 like at one point, it was like, this. AEW. I, he, trust me, he, I mean, listen NXT. to me, you know, you know what he's going to do? He's going to do exactly what Jeff Hardy did, what Matt Hardy did, what Jericho, what Billy Gunn did. They're going to find some <laughs> young guys, say, I'm working with them, have, have mm-hmm. a match every once in a while, and get paid full time money to work every, every once in a while. And, and to work, like, there's no house shows, there's no travel. You just pay, you get paid a lot of money, have your moment. Cut a, promo. Up, cut a promo. This is real wrestling. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I don't no disrespect to where I've been before, but this is this is my last Tony go around. Tony, sure. the best boss ever. Give me a hug, Tony. Yeah. Or, or go put Christian in his place. That's where it's gonna start. He's gonna go tell Christian he's what being a jerk. Yep. <laughs> now, now, if if we get Edge versus Christian, Edge versus Christian in uh, AW, no way to God. That's not fair. That's no, not no, fair. No, 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 no. They're think... gonna show up the whole roster. I think I think I need that in my life because we never got that. Like they teased it years ago, but With then Del Rio and yeah, the edge yeah. guy had to retire. Man, look that. I oh, I'd be down because the last time we got it, it was that was the ladder yeah. match was the peak of their Intercontinental. Yeah. When yeah. It was a ladder match. Yeah, and he hit him with that one man concerto on the top of the ladder, and Christian just went limp and fell off. I that enjoyed thing. that, man. Yeah, that buildup was great. I mean, Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that I honestly don't think the edge leaves. I think oh. he holds out for Christian to come back because mm. they got to go on the Hall of Fame as Edge and Christian. Where is Christian's um contract at as far as they remember? A lot of those are coming up in 2024. Okay, because because I, I think we'll see that. I think that makes a big deal too. He probably does though. Maybe he does wait for Christian to see what they can do. But because, think about it, they would be guaranteed a Hall of Fame spot together. Christian would get that first before he got his singles one. Yeah, of course. I, but to Christian, I think Christian just deserved he deserved a better WWE run than he got. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I, I enjoy the uh you know what he's doing at AW. He's a crucial part of what they do, but it's like I blame I blame Vince. I don't care. I said it. Because and, and it was simply because of the creative. He's like, dude, like I'm Christian. Like, like I'm like you're supposed to treat me on the same level. They're like, oh no, good, Christian's back. So here's what we do. We're gonna throw you the Roman first. So that's gonna lead up to Edge. He's like, wait, 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 wait. I'm on the same level as Edge. Like, stop trying to make me his sidekick again. But it goes back right. to once again, like this dude was out out of commission all this time for uh, concussions, and he finally gets himself healthy. He never really officially retired, but he kind of, uh, you know, he pretty much pretty much retired, got himself together, mm-hmm. and uh, no, cut it out, Dylan Dan Housen. <laughs> <laughs> very, very, like, very, wow. very nice, very evil. 
Uh, but, uh, <laughs> Edge versus Darby Allen. Yeah, like come I on, man, do. cut it out. Like we don't need that, man. But yeah, it's like that 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 Royal Rumble moment with Edge and Christian was was spectacular. It, it Christian could be done. Could have been done the same thing. But like I said, it's un- under a different regime. I think a Triple H was running the show. And I think one see, I don't, on Raw, the other one on SmackDown. So he, he, here's my concern. Christian is like a, a, a focal point of AEW's product right now. I don't think he gets the same deal going to WWE because, you know, Triple H and Shawn Michaels are always about the youth movement. So if, mm-hmm. if he does come in, he's going to come in to help. Probably be a utility guy again, usher in the new crop of stars, work with those guys. But at the end of the day, those runs are over. But it's like in AEW, these old dogs get to be like these kind of managers slash wrestlers. Like 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 MVP kind of set the archetype for it where he was like, okay, when he first got there, like I'm I wrestle, I'm a manager, but I'm also a wrestler. And that's like a net, it's like a normal thing that we saw with Trick Williams. So it's like, all right, cool. I'm 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 my guy's my manager, but I, I'm also a wrestler. It's like this hybrid thing. So I could spend majority of the time managing who I'm with, but then when I need to get my hands dirty, I get in the ring with them. We see it with Billy Gunn. We see it with um, like I said, we see it with Christian, we see it with Sting. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and I think AEW's kind of mastered that. I think they can just I, and I, I don't see why he wouldn't go to a. I don't think he's gonna he's gonna go there. He's gonna have one main event run like like everybody does, Christian and CM Punk, and be the focal point, and then eventually fizzle out and have nothing else better to yeah. do. And him hang and Jeff Hardy will cross paths for a minute. Him and Matt yep. will cross yeah, come on. Like, I watched those guys today, and I was like, who Matt Hardy is slow. Like you see those guys running the ring, and it's just like they 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 look yeah. like the Hardys coming out when they first come out. You're like oh, it's the Hardys. But then they get in the ring, you're like, oof. Yeah, they hurt. So, and the thing is, if you think about it, uh, what you call it said it best in this documentary, they wasn't working as much, so they losing some of that step. They not getting that reps in like they used to. And I'm not by far a trade wrestler at all, but what Cody said made sense. If you go from doing something four days a week to once a week, yeah, that's probably why Cody. A month, you go to it twice a month. That's why Cody started getting fat, started looking lethargic in the ring, and he's like, eh. Versus when he was on, even on the independent circuit, he was sharp. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, not that he was having bad matches, but he didn't look like himself, especially not compared to now. But no. that's the dust. Mm-hmm. Man, man, man. Oh, I mean, man, that's I'm, a surprised, lot. I'm surprised Brandy didn't bring up CM Punk. That's your favorite. He's about to leave the show. Like, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> that was an epic return, though. We can't That's, lie. How do, how do we forget that, man? Come on, now. thank you, brother. Because it's because it's CM Punk. <laughs> no, CM Punk. Exactly. Because it's CM Punk. CM Punk returning to professional wrestling was a huge deal. Such a special moment in AEW. No, the huge deal was that grown man crying that he made his return back. <laughs> that was the huge deal. That was yeah, a little that, overkill, but. That was like he was crying like, like he was on, the bro. best thing since sliced. I'm like, I'm I'm like bro, you, you guys uh, are like you guys are like six years apart. Why are you crying I, right now? I, I, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> he was older than CM Punk. We don't know what that meant, what that moment meant to that man. That's also true. In all <laughs> fairness, they think of Brian is being, being being a face right now. <laughs> Listen, to what I'm saying, CM Punk is not a good human being. We That's know, Brandon, he didn't give you an autograph. We know. It wasn't me. That's the I part know. of the story. Yes, I, I know. watched this man get smart with other people, and it's so crazy <laughs> because that night in Baltimore... Kelly, watch them both. We need them Twitch numbers. We're trying to get monetized on Twitch. <laughs> we right. need it. But we appreciate it. I'm gonna go to Patreon and tell that story. Please do. I think that's a perfect place to do it. Because I want to see. I'm gonna go to Patreon and tell that story because I got some firsthand eyewitnesses to the story, and then we went to SmackDown that night, and they booed him all in Baltimore because their word got around. 
<laughs> no, I ain't gonna lie. Real talk. When Brandon told me that story, I was like, "All right, I don't like him," <laughs> and I never rooted then, for Punk until 2012. But you know, and I and I all I can think about is those promos I mean, that it. Triple H had. I feel like they were grounded in reality. That was the first mm-hmm. sibling about dust. He he burnt him up, man. Yeah, but he <laughs> yeah, he couldn't keep up. And look at all the stuff that's going on. All these reports can't be wrong. All of the reports right. can't be wrong that he's right. Probably right though. That's what I was thinking, brother. He like yeah. All, all See, that's uh, a real aunt right there. There you go. <laughs> but you get on that like F F twelve people report on Hulk Hogan only likes red and yellow. You gotta look at it and say, okay, yeah, maybe the man only likes red and yellow. Yeah. If one person say he liked red and yellow, you were like, Oh, they just mad because they wanted to wear red and yellow. Mm-hmm. So if everybody says the same thing about this man being a cancer, and then Tony Khan built a whole nother show on just, this man. Just just so he can keep him around. <laughs> right. And then a oh better you show, back there because the young bucks went and super kicked your door in because you was talking, you know what about them. So <laughs> this door down. they super kicked it. Do we still have the footage? Do you still oh, have break Oh no, no, we do have the we, do, no, we got the footage from the fight. No, no, ladies, I don't know if you guys have seen this, ladies and gentlemen, but we had the footage from the uh from the was it the all out brawl? All all out brawl was, out right yeah oh, no, yeah. I think it's gone I don't think we it's have gone. it anymore it's gone yeah. oh man. no yes yeah, it's, it's well go back to right when it happened what was that twenty twenty two in September or something like that yeah watch one of them wrestling realm now you can go right on the YouTube channel we got it organized go to the wrestling realm now podcast on the playlist you can see footage <laughs> yeah we removed it so we can have some space for other things <laughs> but, uh... got their stream yard no nah, yeah man for <laughs> give me space. <laughs> Right. Yeah, definitely need space though, because I, I was like, "Wait, where did it go?" But yeah, it's it's not on here. But we had to, <laughs> we had exclusive footage. No, we had to get rid of it because of the uh, the copyright thing. Remember, yeah. it had the uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony yeah, Khan, yeah. he ain't like it. He said, exclu- uh-uh. yeah, t- Tony Khan got an attitude with us, ladies and gentlemen, about us exposing the footage. You know, they signed NDAs legally. We couldn't show, and we showed it anyway because that's just what we do. And I just mm-hmm. want to ask you a question: Do y'all think that? Collision being as good as it is, was mm-hmm. it a smart move to put it on to have it on a Saturday night? Yeah, I don't mind it on Saturday nights. I think it's refreshing. I like I like weekend wrestling. And I, I'm gonna free, say this because it's a loaded question. I like weekend wrestling, and I love the pay per views that happen on Saturday because it gives you a chance to breathe between Sunday and then Monday it happened. Or like after pay per views on Saturday, and we don't have Dynamite or which call it's a Wednesday or Friday mm-hmm. or SmackDown. I feel like it's going to be a gift and a curse because your SummerSlam was up against a CM Punk title match with Ricky Starks. Yeah. I know you can't compare them, and we're in a DVR world, but I'm just like, the more I think of them, I'm like, I don't see myself sitting at home 8 o'clock on a Saturday to watch wrestling. I'm going to go give, back and watch it. Give me 6.05, but uh, uh, to, to, to take a book watch out of Seahawks. Because that's what WCW is. That's what WCW is. on TBF did that. Nah, so, so hmm. like the, um, you know, shout out to Cam Seahawk, as he put it, if you going out that night, if you don't feel like going out that night, you can watch wrestling. Or if it's in your town, that's the thing you're going to be going to. So, um, but you know, 605, like I said, my memories is shout out to my Uncle Troy cutting my hair. You know, before, you know, him and my father had to go hit the towns doing a quartet, you know, get that haircut at 605 and watch uh, Saturday night. And then I went home, went to bed. My, or my, and my, it was right before my grandmother wanted to watch Touched by an Angel. 
Hey, hey, <laughs> oh, that was, that was my Saturday, show. Like, my God, WWE. Show. I mean, I'm sorry. WWF Jack Saturday night. Stand up yep. and watch that. No that, that was midnight. Well, yeah, yeah. midnight. Mm-hmm. And see, like, right. Um, yeah, that would have been coming home like nowadays, like coming home. Oh, <laughs> but no. I remember watching Bad TV and stand up, and I knew Jack would have one match on it, but it was a highlight of everything that happened. That's what, yeah, it's, Bro, yeah that's I what it was for, man. So that's what that was my wrestling. Mm-hmm. I that waited if Jack. I fell asleep beforehand, I got mad. Like, I had to like the VCR set every Saturday at 11 59 to 101 to make sure I had that recorded. Bro, that was a great lead in. You are now watching Mad, Mad TV. Man, this kid don't know nothing about that. <laughs> and, and then after that, you see WWF Jacked for one mm-hmm. shot on Saturday well, night. Mad TV right. would not last in this in this society. No, no. it would have got canceled the word. first episode. I don't, I don't think you can do, even do sketch comedy these days. I'm surprised Wild and Out. Well, see, Wild and Out's on there because they, they include everybody. You talk about inclusive. Good gosh. <laughs> I'm going to say YouTube. <laughs> yeah, you, YouTube's another one. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, go the landscape has changed. Yes, very mm-hmm. much so. Yeah, man. But uh, whew, man, this was loaded. There's <laughs> a lot of returns. We almost forgot some, some very important ones, man. But uh, Dillard's we can always do a redo three. part two. Look hey, listen, Dillard. if if we there, look at that. Address him as a He really is though. Every every week I hear something about him pressing down That's on somebody or punching somebody in the face. It's like yeah, somebody's. <laughs> it's all it you ever it. You ever see the thread on Twitter or the, or the social media platform formerly known as Twitter, where it's like <laughs> you just like you just insert your own CM Punk dirt sheet website? Mm. Like, yeah, it, it's been yeah. reported that CM Punk has been reported by, <laughs> by, by <laughs> the reporter. All the YouTube shows I watch, like yet again in the news, another CM Punk update. CM Punk, had, like he's doing what he should. He's keeping us talking about him. But yeah. if I. I'm not even gonna say it. I'll tell you think, all what from after dark. What I, I feel think like that's why I think that's why he's unapologetic about it though, because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, he's like, I'm making money. Like that's his bottom line. He's like, as long as you keep an eye on the product, I'm doing my job. And that's one thing that uh uh Tony Boy is uh trying to figure out. <laughs> Isn't that what he said when he uh when he was eating them cupcakes? He definitely yeah, did. The muffins. That's exactly what he said. Well, muffins or whatever the heck he was. The muffin yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, Bro. fellas. Whew, man, I'm overwhelmed. That's about because and, and I'm gonna tell you what the show does. And this happened last week. It's gonna mm-hmm. cause me to go back to go back and watch a lot of these moments as yeah. Brian H is uh looking so studious. <laughs> as uh Brian H is obviously inspired by what he uh has read today, holding his many returns. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, everybody that joined us and he follows the wrestling round. He does. Right, Hogan just turned what 70? He just turned 70. Yeah, right? shout out to Hogan. Hogan looks amazing. He just turned 70. Yeah, look, they just Wait a like 50 when we were kids. No, he yeah. wasn't. He was like, 30, yeah, he was. late 30s. No, he, he, was, like he was not 30. Nah. Nothing. Who, 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 I got a question. Hey, what year? 1985? Thank you. Who you think is older, Jim Ross or Jerry Lawler? Hogan. It's definitely Jerry Lawler. <laughs> I was surprised to learn that Jerry Lawler was older. I knew. Yeah, I knew Jerry, I was I knew Jerry Lawler was older. He just, he was more active. That's why. Yeah, and remember Jim's been sick a lot too. Yeah, right. Jim's yeah. been sick for a long time. Long, long Both time. Both of them need to sit down, just do some network specials. Jr. Think, come back home. We'll see, see Jerry Lawler relaxes though. He does. He does the uh, the pre shows. And yeah, and the, he know better. And Post Raw shows, talks sometimes, yeah. right? Now, yeah. yeah, yeah, he does yeah. Raw talk. Freaking Jim but, Ross still trying to travel, and it's like Jim Ross, have a seat, brother. Trying to be with the boys in the back. 
But he probably needs to keep himself active. He probably needs yeah, because you know he wasn't the same after his wife yeah. passed away. So yeah, his Twitter. Yeah. He doesn't want to go yeah. home. Stop, he'd be, he'd be stop, stop liking to retweet girls' photos, have naked photos and stuff. Bro. Like, bro, you, you, you recruited them, bro. Like chill. Right. He just oh, he's an old man. Can't look, Kenny. I said, right, Jim Ross, slow down, buddy. It's twenty twenty three. Right. Right. Gotta watch. You gotta watch. You liking to retweet? Any medical appointment? They not driving yeah. you to your appointment. Bro, go, he go, says something. When he said something about Natalia's sister's OnlyFans, I was like, dude, Jim Ross, I know you don't care, man. Slow it down. You, you, know, you know, Natalia says to be thirst trapping, so. I ain't mad at mm-hmm. her. And, and every, once, every, every once in a while, she jumps on it with her. And I was like, Jim Ross just couldn't help himself one day. <laughs> well, you say Jim Total Ross. Divas, Tyson Kidd wasn't paying no attention. Yeah, she said, good gosh, I feel like I'm flirting with everybody but my husband. And he was like, <laughs> Tyson Kidd doesn't, doesn't give a crap. He's like, mm, you look great, I guess. It's all right. <laughs> Let me watch this wrestling match. I'm trying to watch Daniel Bryan versus Claudio. Move. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like TJ, come on, bro. She's out there half naked. Just leave. Just turn it, turn the TV off. She wants your attention. He's like, he's like, <laughs> God, leave, man. You had you can tell he's from the heart, from the heart dungeon. That's all he's cared about is wrestling. Wrestling. <laughs> Daniel Bryan and Claudio. Straight up. Straight up. Oh boy. That's why I like TJ Wilson. Yeah, me too. He produces some of the best matches, some he of your favorite yes. matches. Yes, and he, I, he works. With, he works with the women primarily, doesn't he? Yeah, Still? yeah. That's, so, yeah, yeah. Shout out to the WWE producers. But I guess that's it, uh, gentlemen. We had we had uh, we had quite a few to talk returns yeah. to talk about today. We we uh, burned them in oil, burning men out oil. You, you said producers. One of them. I wish he would make a return, but he could sound like he didn't produce all that. Is Bobby Roode? Yeah, I mean, but they said he gotta have another neck surgery. Or oh, yeah, like when he first came home. Yeah, like, and I was like, dude, like, he's, it's, oof, I just ain't looking good. Yeah, he he in TNA. Think he about might. how he wrestled in TNA. Right. Yeah. That's what. Yeah, see, that's 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 a load of problem. It goes back to what uh, I don't. Did anybody watch uh, AW Dynamite tonight? I don't mean to keep uh, yeah. prolonging. Did you guys yeah. see Will All Spray's promo with Chris Jericho? Nah, but didn't Jericho like go in? <laughs> Will Ospreay went in. I've never heard of Will Ospreay. Oh my gosh! And 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 see, and he made. Uh, I don't think Chris Jericho was expecting that. Will Ospreay gave probably. He's never given a promo like that stateside before, not to that degree. It was to me that was like his first American professional wrestling promo. He's been wrestling mm. all this time since he's been a heavyweight. Because you know mm. he put on a weight. He cut like a, a full blown sports entertainment promo. And I said I've never seen this out of you before, Will Ospreay. But Jericho took that jacket off, and you know Jericho's always going to get real. And Jericho yeah. told him, like, like, this is the same kid I called four years ago and told him, bro, you're going to be in a wheelchair if you don't slow down. You're so reckless in the ring doing all this stuff for the sake of these cheap pops on independence. And he was pretty much trying to get him, kind of get him riled up. And then he slapped him at the end, which which was great. But, man, I was like, ooh. This... Yeah, but see, Jericho had to tell him, like, bro, you don't got to do all that stuff. Like, your career's not – I hope you're having your moments and you're having good. But all the stuff you're doing, man, your body's not gonna hold up. It's because yeah, these true. older wrestlers are like reminding these young dudes and these independent guys and these global stars, like, yo, you're human. Eventually that's gonna slow down. Like, like I'm watching these young bucks matches, they don't even wrestle the same anymore. Like when I watch them now compared to what they did before, I said they were really athletic back in the day. They used to do all kinds of stuff. But well, you know, Kingo, I mean, is that his name? Uh the triple A champion. Yeah, by Kingo. Yeah, all of his matches are go 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 flip 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 flip. It's, it's, like, it's nonstop. It's, it's kind of yeah. lucha, much spot monkey ish, but that's but in in their perspective spaces, that's what you're supposed to do that for. But also, mm-hmm. in those perspective spaces, you're not wrestling every week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you 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 reserve those things for big months. You know, house shows and stuff like that. But man, like I said, man, we uh we we, we will <laughs> see what happens. Uh, 
sooner rather than later with age man i don't know i don't know if i, I wouldn't be surprised do i want it not really but you know what i've gotten over adam cole i've gotten over hardy so edge and aw is not gonna make a difference to me one way or another it's not gonna be much for him to do of course him and christian but then you know mm-hmm. it, he'll he'll get paid a lot of money to do next to nothing and he'll be appreciated so um it makes sense on his part yeah, I mean, of course, it's it's a cheap money grab. I like I, right. I don't want to wrestle full time in WWE, but I don't want to go home yet. So that's that, that in between stage. Right. Mm-hmm. I can hang out, wrestle every once in a while, let my face and my name make me some money. You know what I mean? And you know, pr- grab me a couple two young guys, and I'll be their new mentor, like I did with her, uh, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder early on, and collect a paycheck from Tony. He's not he's not done at all, man. He, the man was out for nine years, bro. That's what I said, man. That's what I said. That's what I, like, and he and he's he although he looks slow in the ring, man, he's in phenomenal shape. Like, look at AW, he don't have to wrestle, bro. Look and at I Christian. remember when his contract was up before he retired, TNA was trying to get him, and he said, No, I'm gonna stay with WWE. Because they didn't make sense to go to TNA. AW's got money. <laughs> no, like, said, but remember, this is when TNA was on the rise inside of people, and he was like, No, I'm gonna stay with WWE. And man. he made it, he made it, he made it big there. Yeah, they only had room for one superstar in, in, in TNA. It's uh, financially, and that was Kurt Angle. Because I, I was tripping out when I found out that Brock Lesnar was like, hey, man, I'll come over there if they can pay me what they're paying you. Mm-hmm. And TNA was – you would think they would have jumped at the opportunity. Like, we got to figure this out. They literally said no. That's how much money they were paying Kurt Angle. They said, nah, <laughs> we can't afford that. That ain't going to happen. I yeah. said, dang, it must have been in bad shape financially. Not really, but just didn't want that. Couldn't afford to pay two people of that caliber. They said, man, we got one. We got Kurt, and that's it. They can't be both. But like I said, who wouldn't want to get paid that kind of full-time money to wrestle part-time? Yep. But we shall see. Good mm-hmm. brothers. Real quick, real quick. Yeah. I, I know. We're keeping it going. We're keeping it going. Nah, but, uh, it's, it's just what we do, bro. <laughs> we forgot about who, one of the guys that has, like, the best presentation as far as returns. Shinsuke Nakamura. That's one. I didn't even think about him. But the Undertaker, of course. How many times has this man died and came back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but think about it. Sorry. The way he comes, <laughs> the way he comes back is is different. In it's always different. You're absolutely right. right. We, we 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 ought to be ashamed of ourselves. How how's all four of us and we just disrespected the Undertaker? <laughs> Thank you, brother Hugh. Because he's come back 746 times. Yeah, That's but true. it's still the Undertaker though. Like 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 <laughs> remember the first time he came back as the Dead Man. Yeah. WrestleMania, I guess I don't twenty ish around that era. Oh yeah, WrestleMania twenty with Kane. Yeah, because I was like, no. <laughs> his hair was kind of short. You know, he was growing. He was trying to get back to and who he, he was. Yeah, because he was been biker taker before. Yeah. And I remember child the B Ryan Harley was like, yo, if this dude come back on a bike, I'm not watching. And sure I never enough, liked I never liked biker taker. Like I, I adjusted yeah. to it. I adjusted to it, but it was mm-hmm. just like, no, nah, I, I need dead man taker. And that that now the last time when him and AJ the when he, he kind of mixed the two, when he was like, yeah. Okay, I'm I'm because that that's cool. kind of who he is now. He's like, I'm 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 in the I'm middle a butt now. Picking dead man. There you go. Uh-huh. It's like okay, this is cool. We get both versions of them. I was okay with that, but like I said, when that's the, the end. When was the first time did he uh he returned? Was that was that when with uh, Yokozuna, the buried alive? Uh, after after he got his face broken. No, it was um, what was it? Yeah, because yeah, he he had the casket match. He had the casket match. Well, not buried alive. But yeah, it was the casket match. He had the casket match with Yokozuna, and everybody jumped him. Yeah, yeah. And 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 they finally buried him, and then they they you know he had that little disappear disappear from the casket. And then he showed back up in. When did he come back? When he came back, I don't. I, 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 I remember when he came back. He looked different. You know what I mean? He he started winning black and purple after a while. Oh yeah, that was the uh, setup. Yeah. Undertaker versus Undertaker. There right? you yeah, go. Yeah, because yeah. because yeah. DB, DB Ozzy had the fake Undertaker in the in the <laughs> black and gray 
mm-hmm. and uh, he he had a much more lean look and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he can say that, but you know, he can he can still just go back to just throwing the coat on. Sure. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I guess next time I guess next time we're talking about um future returns. Who would you like to see return? Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of the, the natural, the what do you call it, the natural evolution of the conversation. Who who would you like to return? I think everybody's out though, is it? I don't know. I saw AJ Lee in the ring on uh on heels. I know it's a, a TV show or whatnot, but uh she looked pretty good, bro. She was she jacked. She still got it. Yeah. She... <laughs> Jack, shout out to her. You know, stuff she's doing over there at uh, Wow. Yeah. Is that still going on? They start a new season of that? Yeah, I stopped watching. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Anyways, look at look, Brother Brandon. <laughs> Brother Brandon's dozing off. They, I caught him. I'm not dozing off. I was actually. Shout out to everybody off. in the Facebook fan group. I mean, yeah, they, they definitely people put some returns in there. So oh, okay. we can definitely keep bingo. the conversation conversation going on social media yeah so continue the conversation ladies like brad they said on social media brother brandon was playing bingo looked like he was dozing <laughs> off but I, he's not bingo, bingo. You bingo, bingo yeah. I know. no i bet you i can guess what you're doing royal match it's now, i'm not now, i refuse to play um monopoly like anybody played it on facebook so let's just, call it, let's just call it bingo okay sure you want to call it bingo i got I, I got bingo i got bingo okay. on here let me see where it's at because it was purple like mine. It's bingo. <laughs> it's bingo. Anyway, let's get to Rome after dark. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here on the Russell Now podcast. While we had a chance to talk about some of the best returns in all of professional wrestling. Join us next week. I believe is next week. Are we are we due for a party? Yes, we are. We are in for a party. <laughs> we have another. <laughs> oh man, where's brother, where's brother Roger at? Is he still in here? I'm brother Raj. Brother Raj. Happy once again, yes. Happy birthday to Kobe Bryant as well. Although it's the next day, but happy birthday, brother Raj. You're going to like this one, buddy. We got a special guest coming next week. Here's the music first. Joining us for the party. Hey, I, I can't wait for this guy to get in into Club Intellect and bust and bust a move. Bust and, a move. Uh, it's gonna be. <laughs> we got a, We got a, We got another good brother. I can't wait till we announce it. And uh, it's it's gonna be a good one, man. So uh, oh, yeah. So join us next week, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. We have another Wrestling Around podcast party. It's a 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 party. And on that note, we will catch you guys <laughs> next week. Uh, follow us on all social media channels. Continue the conversation in the Facebook group, Twitter, X, Instagram, whatever you want to call it. Doesn't matter. We out. Peace. <laughs> Water! Houston, we have a problem. Yes!